what is this sh- podcast in your feed? Uh, in your podcast feed, what is this Dan and Brave format episode? Well, long long eared listeners. Is it new? That's not the term. Is it new? What is this? <laughs> is, it new? is it brand new? Is this? Is this a pilot? <laughs> like, are we launching something new? Right. Is this the pilot episode? Pilot episode of, of a new format on the podcast. The podcast of rotating formats. All great questions. Eh, wrong. Nope. Eh. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> now, stupid. We've been doing this like... <laughs> this is the fourth one. We've been doing it for years. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, stupid this idiot. Is- <laughs> <laughs> uh... This is this pilot pilots. This is a a show that we've been doing for years, long running format by this podcast, Dan and Bray Presents, where we, Dan and Bray Presents, break down pilot episodes of television series. And these television series had to have debuted in the decade that we are covering. Uh Dave, Dan, would you like to tell the listeners what we've done in the past and what decades they were for? Okay. Yeah, well, gladly. Dan? I'll let Dave t- talk about the 70s. Short. So, <laughs> uh, wait, Brandon, did you introduce yourself already? Oh, I'm presenter Brandon. Okay. Um, I'm presenter number two. Well, this episode, co-pilot. All three of us, right. three co-pilots. We are the wing. We are your wingmen. Yeah, and we're your wingmen, co-pilots, wingmen. Um, very excited to get this format back off the ground, taking off again. Continue to take off, just like our podcast, just taking off. Like we're skyrocketing. Ascension. With listeners and yeah. engagement, maybe with engagement, listeners. I, I don't know, but um. Okay, so Pilot Pilots, we've done this before. A big reason why it's called this is because we watched the pilot episode of Wings. <laughs> right. And like that's a, an airport, airplane, pilot-themed show. So undoubtedly, we had to feature that in the first episode we did of this. But that one, we actually did three different shows. Not only was it Wings, but it was also The Nanny, and it was Martin. So we were heavily... Mm-hmm. We were sitcoms only for a while. Um Nothing else. We were doing just sitcoms. And then the other 90s themed pilot pilots episode we watched was we did Seinfeld versus Friends featuring friend of ours, friend of the show, Andy Longo. I think it's separate seasons. I think the first one we did was not... We we were kind of in the 80s, but we didn't fully commit to that idea when we did pilot pilots. So it was a 90s sitcoms we covered in that first season. Then we did... I think the, the second season we did Seinfeld versus Friends. That was the '90s. Dave Colon, by the way, before we did a, we, our original concept for the podcast was like Wings on Wings or something like that, or I forget. And it was just us listening to Wings music, like the band Wings, while watching the show Wings, while eating, yeah, buffalo wings while drinking yeah the consumption junction so that was like basically before we had consumption junction we had that idea of just the wings that idea that idea morphed into consumption junction and then we brought wings back for pilot pilots so whatever we also covered taxi and three's company for the 70s season uh, yes three so we haven't done it since season three we haven't done this format since then and privately 
we watched Dynasty and Dallas. And right. then we decided not to do an episode about those pilots because it was so boring. We, I Which think, I completely blocked out of my memory mm-hmm. somehow because when you brought that up the other day, I, I had forgotten about it. Yeah, Leslie reminded me of that. that we, she was like, Damn. yeah, we watched Dallas. I was like, oh, man. We attempted to not do a sitcom for season three. We said, let's change the style of show up. And we tried Dallas versus Dynasty, but then we didn't like what we saw, so we just went back to sitcoms, I yeah. believe. But... Now we are changing up the format. By the way, yeah, presenter number three, Dave Colon. Uh, we are rock. We are rock pitting out in our, in the cockpit. Hold on. I got my cockpit out. Wait, how do you say that? Like rock with your cock out. What? Rock out with your cock out. Rock pit out with your cockpit out. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> rock pit out with your cockpit out. Um, well, we rock, are in the cockpit. Say, Dan is a weather cockpit. You could say rock. You could say I will rock it out. Da, no, rock da, it out with my cockpit co- out. My cockpit out. Dan is the weather cock tease. He's in the cockpit with us. I also like to hang back in the the coach too because I am the air marshal, uh, making sure every everything is safe up here in this post nine eleven two thousands format. Oh, um, both these shows came out post nine eleven. That's right. But, but yeah. we are we are covering. We a haven't whole, said what those shows. Yeah, are. we're covering a completely different type of show this season on the grand return of pilot pilots, and those two shows are guys two spinoffs. One order. What two spinoffs? Sorry. Yeah, hopefully this plane <laughs> is a spinoff course because we got two spinoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, riding with us, uh, but yeah, Law and Order, Criminal, Criminal Intent, Intent, and CSI Miami. Um, yeah. two we, we Law and Order SVU not eligible premiered in 1999. Right, right. I would have preferred that. I, I would have preferred that. That's the one I watch <laughs> yeah. a lot more, and I think yeah, that was the more popular yeah. one. But now here's the thing. These yeah. shows were all on in the 2000s, but we're talking about the pilot episode. So the pilot right. episode had to have been released in the decade we're talking about in the season. So SVU not eligible. OG original CSI eligible premiered in 2000, but we're talking about spinoffs. For some reason, we, we landed yeah. on both shows being a spinoff. So we did CSI Miami. The police procedural yeah. show. One hour. Uh, network TV, very popular. Uh, at the time, still kind of right. I feel like these shows are still, at least like uh, they're still type popular. Of shows. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same as it was. Be just because of the sheer size of the audience. Like right. these were, you know, this was you know clearly pre-streaming, pre-anything like that for you know our younger <laughs> listeners. Uh, but but really, like these shows were the biggest part like some of the biggest shows i mean csi was csi was so popular quentin tarantino directed episodes of csi like oh it was like like the show was yeah Um, it was appointment television for for a lot of people but like both of these shows all these different Mm spinoffs people were like phenomenal okay we got law and order tonight like you know that you know whatever night it was on it was not so much law and order law and order was different because 
because of the prestige carried over this well at least this particular one but because law and order started in the, like earlier it yeah. was already kind of just like a part of the culture when csi happened and the fact that this is true like csi miami is so close to csi like and that was actually a point of contention with the original CSI cast. They didn't like that there was a spinoff so quickly. They were like, "Give us five years, please." Um, it's a year. Uh, it's two years after, right? They two years. Yeah, spinoff right. happened yeah, two they, years like, after. They the literally. First one. It was like in the news at the time. I remember, like they were upset that the show, like they'd spun it off so fast. But they were huge, and and uh, so and they were flash, like just like flashier, and you know attempting. I mean, you could just you know we, we could talk about it a little bit in the breakdown and in, in the main differences between the two. But like even from this pilot episode of CSI Miami, like they're trying to stand out and not be like the guy who directed the 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 Law and Order episode is like he's directed like hundreds of TV police procedurals, right? And like that's just like you know what he does and then the the director of the the csi pilot is like directed uh a ton of episodes of the wire um mm. and and it was like you know they were trying to do something a little bit more i would say that law and order is where actors can get their chops this is like you know a lot of first yeah and they, i feel like they get better actors maybe and then csi is more about the production value it's more cinematic, bigger budget. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they got the way who. more about um, <laughs> right the who. It's also way more about the the forensics. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they kind of focus on two different two different. Uh, That's like the key difference. I, th I just think. different focus. Yeah, we'll I wanted about, to yeah. talk about that because that is like the key the key difference. And, and Dan, yeah. you were asking before you were like you wanted to know the differences between the different Law and Orders, right? And the different CSIs, if, if you guys know that. Yeah, I would, yeah. Well, so CSI is a little bit more just basic. It's just literally the same thing in another city. Well, and just using... It's crime scene investigation, which I didn't know what that meant until a few minutes ago before we jumped on <laughs> yeah. the air. We jumped on this plane. Yeah. Uh, a few minutes before takeoff. It's take not off. about the... But, but that's, that's yeah, exactly what it is. Specifically it's about the forensics... Right. The forensics process. It's, it's pretty not literal. about... And... And and the and the work with the detectives that work closely with the crime scene investigation unit because otherwise yeah. you you would just see, be seeing the lab part of yeah. it. Yeah, which and you and I don't see. and I don't know. Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't know if every episode is like this, but yeah, the huge difference yes. as far as like plot and like setting is the whole thing is at almost the whole thing is at the crime scene at the crime with, with, scene with, with, or yeah. at the lab. whereas law and, whereas or law and order lab. was or yeah. the lab or the, or the lab whereas the, law and order the lab, is really not that at all it's the lab in the, yeah. in the field there's no this doesn't go this isn't the key distinction between well here i'll give you the quick distinction between the law and orders in a second too but it's not about the trial and all that it's about specifically the the forensics and the and the detectives and the and the friends forensics are like kind of was kind of the appeal initially. So with Law and Order, the original series is like a basically like a you know a crime homicide unit, but it's you see the whole process. It's like the detectives. You see then like the inner like the the uh, inciting incidents, interrogations, interrogation. like interrogations, okay. and then the court. Part two, like there would right. be okay. times where like the cast that was leaves. missing. Yeah, 
Yes. The cast leaves like halfway through the show and then you get the, the trial, you know, like the attorney's part of it sometimes. Like you would just you you see a case front, you know, front, you know, from soup to nuts. And then SVU was special victims unit, which is sex crimes. So similar thing, but just based specifically around sex sex crimes. And then criminal intent is a little bit more of like a specialized homicide unit. And, and less of the trial stuff. It's more about the investigation. Okay. It's the mm. investigation part, like, elongated, a little bit more like, like not Mindhunter, but basically that, like a little more profiling. Yeah. Right. He, remember when we did my, when I talked about Sherlock and stuff, this was the one I was referring to where D'Onofrio is like the, the Sherlock, basically, essential figure where he, you know, and it's in the first episode where he leans over, he leans sideways, and like it, it's even in like the opening credits of the show. Like that was this thing. He was a quirky, kind of weirdo, a creep, by the basically, pants a creep investigator. That's good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay. those are like the main differences there. That's helpful. And if, watching it, I like, I, because I never watched the original Law and Order. Um, watching uh, Criminal Intent, you know, I remember thinking like, okay, the trial thing is missing. So that seems like one of the bigger differences if I had to guess, which also arguably makes it even closer to what CSI is, right? So I'm happy we kind of did this. Yes. Because, right. like, because so more like, in the field. It's more like... Yeah, it's a lot of field work, mm-hmm. a lot of office work, a lot of uh, paperwork and procedure, Brandon. Uh, process. Uh, process, sorry. Yeah, process. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we're kind of dancing around it. Maybe let's just jump right in now to yeah. uh, to the pilots. Yeah. I mean, and then we're going to, so we'll talk about this pilot episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent, and then we're going to score it. Should we go over the point system now, or should we wait? Um, let's explain it the first time we do it. Like the first time yeah. we set up the, we'll do it that way. Okay. Um, great. So, Dave, do you have like when this episode came out officially was it oh oh one it was september September 30th 30th, 2001 okay so yeah law and order post post 9 11 like dave said (laughs) right after 9 11 two weeks takes place Um, in new york city like all the law and orders right are they all in new york or at least i think they i think they actually have maybe one that leaves though okay because there's a couple more but i'm not sure I wonder but, if it was supposed to premiere sooner and it got pushed like so many things. Ooh, did it get pushed? Who knows? Um, well, we needed it. New York needed this show to make us feel safe again. Uh, Dick Wolf returns as producer and creator. And Renee Balser is also here. And should we, I guess, should we get into the cast first or should we get into... What do you want to do? Yeah, so we'll... S- yeah, let's set up like the kind of the team. So yeah. the main team here is Vincent D'Onofrio and Catherine Erb, I believe. Right. I don't know how to. That's like the that's primary exactly duo works. police right. detectives that this is focused on. These are your yeah. primary good guys. Yeah. And he's like the, like I was saying, like the, the savant kind of quote unquote genius. Uh, guy who's and then Catherine Herb is a little bit more straight laced partner, and then the D'Onofrio is the Detective main, Bobby Gorin, and right, which I did not remember, and I did so right. I did oh. watch this show. Like I I've seen this episode before for sure. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Um, and Catherine Herb is Detective uh, 
Ames, Alex Ames, Ames. Yes. Do you re- um, D- Dan, I, I'm pretty sure you've, I'm pretty sure you've seen this movie too, Dave. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about it. We have talked about it. Do you guys remember where she's from? Stir of Echoes. Where you would have. Catherine Erb. Eh? I remember uh, her from Stir of Echoes. I'm pretty where, where sure where she's from? in that movie. Kevin Bacon movie. I'm pretty sure, and I didn't double check, but I'm pretty sure she is in Mighty Ducks 2 is the oh. like. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, like the coach like, that comes in and like dates Emilio in the second one. Right. She like yeah. is hired by Team USA and she's like holding a clipboard and Yeah, she's I think she's like a publicist to start and she ends up coaching or something. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe she helps him out. Yeah, she winds up like, yeah, like uh popping in. But anyway, so there's that. And then and then the um, <laughs> Oh, you know, she's also Stir of Echoes, as I keep is saying. She, is guys. she um, Julie Haggerty's sister? Or is she the daughter? And <laughs> What about Bob? I'm sorry, I'm like looking at that too. Like, wait, I can't remember <laughs> what character she played, but oh, she's in that too. No, yes, you're right. Yes, you, you're, you're right. I forgot about that. I just saw that movie recently for the first time. Well, not recently, but recently. But um, yeah, I mean, um, as far as I, I didn't recognize her myself, but yeah, she she's like she's like the different, she's like the polar, not the polar opposite, but she's a more like normal cop detective. Yeah, who's she like didn't balancing seem... uh, D'Onofrio's more quirky. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's fair it because seems, it, it, it is it is it is the pilot episode, so yeah. you, you know, I mean, I but know. as Brandon was saying, you know, there's a structure to these shows, and every episode's you know a different crime. But I'll, I mean, she didn't seem as fleshed out as a character. No, as him, like he Definitely had not. his, he had his thing. She didn't really have a thing. Well, and I no. think the thing though is, is, and I think this is the show kind of went became this as it came. It's not even so much his character; it's just him. Like D'Onofrio is as committed to this as any other, you know, role that he that he'll play. Like right. he's bringing a lot of that himself, and I think that he. That's why he's overpowering her so much in the performance space because he's like making weird choices for like it's it like in retro like this this was the talking point of how weird he was and quirky. Um, and this is and, uh, and, and this show really only has four, uh, four of the like in the at least in this beginning part like recurring. It's those two. Jamie Sheridan is the squad supervisor. Great performance in uh, yeah. the Ice Storm, Ang Lee's Ice Storm, and then Captain, um, Captain Jimmy Deacons, Captain Captain yeah, Jimmy James Deacons. Deacons, yeah, yeah, and then uh, Courtney B Vance, uh, as ADA, assistant district assistant district attorney Ron Carver. <laughs> Ron Carver. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. So, so those, those are, like are the main yeah. characters on uh, on this first season, the detective side. Well, yeah, and the whole okay, and the season, and in this episode, and um, and then you have a slew of bad guys, and then they're always interviewing other people, like witnesses and stuff. So the characters, I mean, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot they throw at you in in an hour episode. Yeah, yeah. The main bad guy in this one is Jake Weber. He's been in a lot of stuff. Like, uh, yeah. he's popped up in so many things. Um, Pelican Brief, uh, The Cell, U five seven one, um. And he oh he was Patricia Arquette's hus- uh, husband on Medium for like years. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had a. I saw him and I was like, I've seen this guy. Yeah, like, same. Like, yeah, yeah it looks familiar um, to me. 
Yeah, his name in, in this episode is Carl Atwood. Um, you learn and that then, later on because there's a lot of fake ID stuff going on, and you know, fake you know, fake identities. Yeah. But, um, and then the weirdest part of this episode is Diane Weist <laughs> is a guest appearance right, as yeah. the interim district attorney. It's just like so strange. Right. I mean, I right. wrote that down in my notes. I was like, is this Diane Weist? This is like I I don't remember her <laughs> being in like the. I feel like she should be in the opening credits, but she wasn't, and then it turned out to be her. Just like for one scene at the end, right? Or she, right? Yeah, yeah. Very strange. She's in one up. Ep- it's just one episode. It's not like it's, it's not. She's not on the show. Very like it, not it, like a very non-important cameo. Oh wait a minute, duh! Right? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's because she was on Law and Order for years. Oh, that makes more sense. It's like, uh, well, who is this person? Like, why is she just I playing this about that? Small of a it character. Just, it just hit me as as I was saying that. Wow. I, I didn't watch all of that Law and Order though, but I, a couple years ago, I was like reading through like all of the people who have guest starred on it that you wouldn't like, or like was on it that you wouldn't really think about, and I remember seeing that. Um, so yeah, the plot uh, is you know based around this um, this team of robbers, and um, they are breaking into a home, and the people who lives there, they're daughter and her boyfriend are go there unexpectedly walk in on the robbery and get killed and it's so a, this, it's like a jewel is, store that's right next to an apartment building so they're actually robbing right, from the jewel, jewel store, store yes. but like are trying to exit through the apartment next door and that's where yeah, the fatalities happen right to dr- yeah to drill through it yeah it's they a diamond drill, heist yeah diamond heist and then it just turns out like wrong place wrong time this young college couple comes up. Oh, my family's away on, on for the weekend. So we can like hook up here. We can fuck here. We can, we fuck, can here. fuck and yeah. hook up here. And, uh, in that order. And they accidentally, <laughs> I mean, because of that, they get killed be, uh, by the, yeah. The leader of this heist team. Yes. Yeah. You l- deranged. You, you learn quickly. This Jake Weber, uh, Carl Atwood bad news. is, is deranged. Cause he kills, them quickly when other people saw them like come in and knew they were going to be an issue. He was just like, what are we doing here? Like he mm-hmm. comes in and immediately kills them. But I think even before that, he kills one of his own team. He does. He kills one of the teammates. Yeah. Because uh, I don't even know why. I don't even remember why, but it's it just like, it was personal showing. Yeah. He's, he is deranged. It's not only a heist, but he's just like, it's more crimes than just a heist. They're not he's just robbers. So he's, a, yeah. Yeah, he, he's escalated it. So now everybody is accomplices to these murders as well. So it's a high level of crime, multiple crimes happening here. There's like this whole sequence at the beginning where, you know, they're getting like fake IDs and identities. They're pros. Yes. That's, these aren't run of the mill. These are pros. No. Especially that was him. the great, that was the yeah. great paperwork moment of the episode. That was the, that was <laughs> when the they made stuff. those pass, those fake passports and uh, fake IDs. Yeah, that was all good. That was well, some good stuff. All, also later in the episode though, Brandon D'Onofrio has the manila folder. And I thought of you, he has a manila folder <laughs> with a lot of papers in it <laughs> uh, where he's like showing like, Hmm, what's in here? And he's like, Oh, take a look at the Like it's, it's a lot of like your typical, yeah. A like yeah. good cop, bad cop interview dynamic, and he has a Manila folder. I was like, oh, Brandon probably loves this folder with stuff in it. Like, <laughs> I I think I gotta commend the um transformation of the main villain, um, because he wears this like Fabio esque blonde 
wig when he's jogging in the beginning of the episode when he's like he's jogging and he steals yeah. someone's wallet like he just bumps into them yeah totally different look and then later on when he's doing the crime or like doing i guess like i don't even know it's not exactly the like the actual robbery but he's doing different like he's buying things like under a different persona he's got a mustache on and like a red wig he kind of looks like a bc boys like character like in yeah. the sabotage video so i thought like i couldn't recognize him so these cops are good they like actually were able to like <laughs> uh <laughs> you know put two and two together that it was the same guy later on um yeah and uh i did see i, I don't know about you guys but i saw this one on peacock i reinstated my peacock account just to watch this shit and yeah. um i saw Watched a really good as well. lady gaga Nurtech commercial after the first I saw that too, yes. Break. So that was well. fun to see. Little bonus content. <laughs> um now this this I was no commercials. Had... We pay for Peacock. I was okay. no commercials. <laughs> okay, good for you. Okay, okay. you're rich. I was commercials Great. with the yeah, other there's show. There's Peacock Premium. Hold on. I was commercials you with do... the other show. Dave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like two levels of Peacock. So th- this <laughs> criminal intent has I can't remember who is the first person that did this joke. But it has the the probably one of the most famous uh, characteristics and charms of Law and Order is the when they're interviewing somebody at their job and the pe- person at their job does not stop what they're doing and they're just walking <laughs> around the shop and he's yeah. like carrying shit. Yeah. He's like, hey, I don't got time for this. And it's like, like right. I think he even like leaves when the, one of the machines is still on. He's just they're like, you're coming with me, and he. He's just moving. They're always still working. They're drying, you know, towels or whatever it is. I, I can't remember the comedian that first did this bit, but it's it's just always hilarious to see that they don't stop what they're doing. Very true. Yeah, yes. that's really funny. Another thing I thought about is, like, it's it's a show very much focused on detective work and research and homework and cameras. You're not seeing, like, shootouts, really. Like it, like not that much. At least not in the pilot. Maybe that Sometimes, happens. Maybe, maybe yeah. in the you o- like catch yeah. a criminal. It's in like the opening. Right, right. There's sure. like there's an action yeah. in the cold opening usually because you see the crime occur, right? Um, yeah. But sometimes when they like find the uh, the perp, or, well, I guess it's the, uh, the 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 criminal. They um, there might be a shootout or two, but usually no. Yeah. You're right. Well, it's like more about tackle, the process. They of, uh, tackle one of the. They tackle one of the associate. The, the they like, do. That was an action shot. That was the criminals. Fun. They all three of them hold their guns out <laughs> at the right, perp right. on the ground and sit there for like five seconds until someone yelled "cut." Should we like break down it more? Like what happened in this episode, or what? How do we want to do this? Because yeah, a lot. I'm not going to remember because they uncover like it was actually really it was really entertaining and honestly really good to watch. How like how much detail they put into them uncovering this crime. There was a lot. It was a lot more than I expected. A lot of information. Uh, like, like yes. it wasn't just like one smoking gun. I mean, there was like one big one, but there was like a lot of smoking guns, like a lot of little by little, you peel back the layers and how they figure this crime you're, out. You're it was, exactly it was pretty cool. describing, you're exactly describing why I like that type of stuff, like Zodiac and and all these movies and and stuff with the process, because it's very satisfying to me to like follow the steps and yeah. the meticulous work and and the like mundane the mundanity of it and 
Yeah. And and I like that it it lets that the plot, you know, breathe a little. It's but you know, maybe not, not the most airtight stuff ever, but yeah, there's a lot of steps involved. I mean, the basic overview is is you know, they're looking to find the crew and how to crack into the crew and you know, they they're they're chasing down these leads. Um and they 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 discover that the um his lover Jake Weber's like lover is going to be you know eventually comes to be their way in um so her name is Michelle like, I don't Hicks. know ethi- uh I don't know if ethically if yeah. you're allowed to do this of like lying to a wit <laughs> a okay. suspect okay the, <laughs> yeah yeah that's that, like the primary thing I mean I wanted to kind of get to the primary thing yes right right that, he I mean, tells her she has AIDS, basically. Yeah. So they, they, he. What, what happens? Like they find, they eventually find out where he is. He leaves the 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 scene, and she's just coming back to the to the apartment unknowingly, and they like take her yes. in. And during well, even before that, they get to the other guy first. Yeah, there's so the many other, steps. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like they, we got past the the other step to get to. The, they, them anyway yeah. but Le- i don't know if lenny, Ven- lenny venito is another one of the bad guy crew this like yes. chubby guys his character's name is his character's name is jake nathan <laughs> yeah jake is a big part of it um and uh, you know that they get to him they set him up in a store that was fun like they gotta be uh, undercover that was, they, yeah they were undercover that was a fun scene so they get to him first like, again D'Ofrio i don't remember as his yeah thing. I don't remember all the details there, but that's kind of that's like a big step. Now they get to them because they do get to him. Yeah, th- but but then they get, they get to, to her, Michelle, and they take okay. her in. We, we, have and to, then we have to explain in more detail her. exactly what D'Onofrio does here because yeah, it is so fucked up. Yeah, it's during <laughs> the uh, <laughs> interrogation like, sequence with her, right? Yes, and, and I I okay. believed him. I, I did thought too. this was real. Yeah, did all, did, uh, Brandon, did you think this was real too? Yeah, why wouldn't you? No, I remember. I because re- like I remember. Oh, you this. saw this before. I, okay, I yeah. this, but the first time, I loved you, this show. You believe it? So oh, I mean, I don't he, remember what I was. <laughs> I'm sure I did. What I was. Why wouldn't? Okay. Yeah. So another detail in here why that they do slip lying? in, <laughs> that they slip in early in the show is that Jake Weber, his partner that he ends up killing pretty early in the episode. There's like a moment where they meet up and they like hug and right. embrace where it's like, yes, okay. He's definitely has a sexual relationship with him also. Because um, the girlfriend you know. gives a look to like at them, like she's uncomfortable and like jealous of this other blonde guy. Right. It's, Who, it's, yeah. it's obvious. It's not like, it's pretty obvious. It's so hinted that's at kind it. Yeah. Of it's what, pretty, it's, it's hinted yeah. at Yeah. So, so there's Denofrio, bisexual intent. That's what I wrote. So D'Onofrio yeah. uses this. I yeah. don't know how he figures. I don't remember how he figures it out that this that that Jake Weber has that relationship with the guy he killed, but he uses that. So when they get Michelle, who is Jake's girlfriend, alone in the interrogation room, D'Onofrio like says they did like a test on the guy, and you know he had HIV, which means Jake has HIV, which means you probably have HIV. Is essentially what happens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, as as an audience, we're like, oh shit. So now that's in her head. Um. But then he like goes back into like the police room. Yeah, they but, say something. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Dave. I was Let's saying like more, during I'm that yeah. that scene in particular, he's like giving a whole like almost like psychological analysis of what she's going yeah. through like what's going through right. her mind she's like i forget everything he says but he's basically like you did everything for him and he's done nothing for you 
and he's just like saying like he's he, it's he's very funny it's like yeah, it's, it's like is, it's it's a psychological yes. uh tactic to be like he never loved you um he's a narcissist and then he gave you aids so why are you still yep. um trying to, to help this guy like let's take him down yeah right and she doesn't and she, she believes it she buys it she buys it um yeah, right. Okay. And then he Long story short, she 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 buys it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, she but buys he comes, it. He, yeah, convinces, he comes back. He convinces the the ADA Courtney B Vance and Diane Weiss to let her go, um, so that she'll lead them to him, mm-hmm. and 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 basically utilize her that way. Um, right, D'Onofrio. He, he just he, when he goes back into the police room that she can't see, and he's like looking at her like reaction he's like uh he's like i got her i know i did and then not even his partner catherine uh, detective uh sorry that's her name in real life uh eames like realizes what he did he was like yeah it's especially great because i made it up or like he says something like that (laughs) or he's like yeah especially because i made it up and that's what i like gasped and like kind of laughed out loud like oh my god that's so so shocking yeah it was shocking and so fucked up yeah like he convinced her she has AIDS, and that's how she's going to go along with them. Like they used AIDS. I, it was, I don't know. Also, a weird thing to use AIDS, like in two thousand one. I, I don't know. Like, well, because they're <laughs> saying that he had the relationship with that guy when he was in prison. I know, but that, still, so like, I, it just seemed like a yeah. No, I using know. AIDS so like that. <laughs> just I don't know. It just seemed like a weird. It's a scare tactic. tactic and try, yeah, you yeah. know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know ethically like where that would be because like maybe because she like he he's not arresting her, so he can't like they can't like utilize that against him. Like I don't know if that's technically entrapment if like she's not the one being arrested at the end of it. Like I don't know how that would work, but it feels like that's not everybody was okay uh, with it though. That was a funny thing. It was that like he yeah, lied right. and everybody was like, Oh, oh cool, yeah. cool, that's fine because Oh yeah, yeah of she, course you got you to tell her. Shit that's what this, yeah. No problem. No one that's like what this show eventually just becomes. Yeah, you you think like someone one character would be like, you can't do that, and he's like, you got it. You have you have to. You you have to play dirty. But like no one gives him any kind of. Like, and this is kind of what inspires like and and then like this back. kind of you know this ha- this is what inspires all the other stuff like like later on house and the mentalist and elementary of these like unethical detectives and like, right. you know, like who, like, you know, it's kind of just glossed over. Um, so yeah, she goes, uh, Michelle goes I back. Mean, the, the, the wire, I think her name is wire, Gia forget, in the show yeah. though, right? Isn't her name Gia? Oh, Dan kept saying, yeah, it is Gia. Who? Oh, Michelle Hicks is her, Gia. is her actual name. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Character um, name is Gia. Yeah. So yeah, she she leads him back to uh Jake Weber, Carl Atwood, and um uh and they they arrest him. They they get the diamonds and then they they do eventually disclose to her that she's not yeah. HIV positive. Like she cuz she like says like something like yeah. Yeah, wait. Yeah, live a long life. Cuz she says to him like you killed us both. Right. Implying that like he gave both of them AIDS or he got, he got, she, she got AIDS from him. And then, um, what's her name? The, the female, uh, detective Ames. 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 
She says, think again, Gia. You have a long and healthy life ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. And that's oh, how she, she, and then she's like, what? And she's kind of mad, but also probably relieved that she doesn't have AIDS. <laughs> right. Yeah. But she was used. She was used by the cops. Hey, you're a detective. You got to lie constantly. And it's cool. Especially <laughs> it's, when you tell somebody they hey, have AIDS. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> hey, no problem. These are criminals. <laughs> Dude, they've done so much worse. Like, <laughs> That moment was insane. That moment was, like <laughs> that was a, so yeah. crazy. It, it was insane. The AIDS thing that they threw in there. Couldn't believe it. Um, All right. So should we uh, get into the ratings? Know, is that enough? Yeah, let's get into the ratings. You know who else is in this episode? The guy from The Bear. The Bear? Uh, cousin? Oh, the... Uh, Ebon Moss Backrock? I don't know how to even say his Eben name. Eben Moss? Eben Moss. Yeah. That guy. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the categories here that we're going to be rating. So we have set, and each of these has a, a max points of five points. Um, so we have set and setting. Set and setting. Um, music. Fashion. Level, level of crime? Level of crime. Oh, right. <laughs> level of threat, right. Right. And cast, cast of characters. Um, those are our five main categories, and we'll, we will have some bonus ones. Uh, yeah, these are five points each, and there's two bonus point, or th- yeah, two bonus point questions, one point each. So 81 is the maximum number of points a show can get when you combine all three of our scores together. And I feel like there was a thing with that number. Like it was like a certain, it was like a pilot thing. I looked up one time at why we picked 81. (laughs) I I swear there was like a thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. not, but probably anyway. All right. So set and setting. (laughs) Um, All right. So law and order, criminal tent, set and setting. Um, I, I, I think it's, uh, I think it does its job because it's not supposed to be too distracting. It's not necessarily like, like, I, I do like the going in and out of like, you know, the pl- the places of work or, you know, when they're interviewing people and investigating, you have, you know, the resetting, going back to the office, but it's nothing like, it's nothing flashy or spectacular and kind of like what I said with the director, like this is a very just like by the books, you know, uh, kind of just like house st- style. Um, so... But it's effective at that, so I'm gonna Apartment give it style, uh, really, because it's New York. I'm gonna give it, yeah, I'm gonna give it three point five for for set and setting, just kind of like nice, like average, but just a little bit better than average because of the variance and all that type of stuff. It didn't bore me, and it didn't it didn't stand out to me as distracting in a good way or a bad way. So that's how I feel about that. Got it. Okay. Um, no, that's that's fair, honestly. I mean, the set and the setting, it is kind of what you sign up for with this show. I mean, it's focused on solving a crime and detective work. And there's for that sort of process and showing all that, why would there be like, you know, very flashy settings? I mean, it's 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 real, right? It's it's the it's the police detective's office. Um, well, there's another word for that. The police department. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's that there's where, okay. So th- there's the streets of New York, always cool. Yeah. There's the, 
where the crime actually took place, um, you know, in the heist itself, you know, within that setting. Um, like, I don't know if you would include like the tools and the machinery and the guns as part of set and setting. I mean, maybe not exactly, but um, it's all there. It's all part of it. Uh, interrogation room, huge part of set and setting in, in, in this show. For sure. Um, like I said, no courtroom. Bummer. Kind of a bummer, but that's not what the spinoff is. Um, that would have been too much. They they already threw a lot it, at it you. That would have been a lot. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have been too much to be you know, to be honest. Where they catch these people? Where they caught the uh, the fat guy? Uh, he's not that fat, but he was fatter. Lenny? No, Jake. His name is Jake. The rooms that like Carl was hiding out in with the girlfriends. A lot of bed. <laughs> oh wait. Okay, hold on. Didn't talk about the post sex scene <laughs> moment with with. With Carl oh, and Gia, right. that that was weird. That was fucked up. Was it a and sex it, scene? If it, it felt like a druggy like scene a, as well. See, I wasn't sure, but then when he, when they started talking about the HIV stuff, I'm like, oh okay, he was oh okay ab- abusing her with anal sex is what they is what just happened. He was very sweaty, and she looked horrified. And they just showed afterward, like him shirtless and sweaty, like it was not good, but. I don't know. Seems pretty risque for you know, two thousand one. Cable TV network, no network TV. Excuse me, network TV. Um, I don't know. That was uh, that was bizarre. Anyway, now we're talking about, but still the bed, part of the set and setting. Um, yeah, I'll give it a three, just because you know. I mean, I think if for you know the, the high scores in set and setting means I think it would have to be super interesting and unique, and. A little different. This did its job, but I mean, the, the high scores are more, I think, in that area. So I'll give it a three for set and setting. Um, you know, unlike Vincent D'Onofrio's character, the settings did, didn't lie to us. They told the truth about <laughs> the situations. And I thought they were res- respectable and... Like what Brandon said, you don't want it to be too distracting because it's not about the flashiness of a setting. Unless, like, the episode was about some flashy character who live in the flashy world, but they weren't really flashy people. They were criminals, lowlifes. Um, and I, re- I really respect it. I actually like that it was set in New York and it felt like New York. They definitely shoot in New York, and that's kind of um, the best city in the world, reportedly. So I like, I liked everything about it. Yeah. And I like the bedrooms. I like them having sex and stuff like that. So I would say <laughs> that led, that's part of the setting. Um, yeah. The, the abuse, the abuse. Sex. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Dave. Uh, no, I, I didn't know if it was abuse, but I guess it was, it was like definitely it, some kind it of definitely power play. Was. It definitely was. Yeah. It was definitely, un- there's some, something uncomfortable going on. I, uh, I I must have like not I must have missed that moment a, too because I took it I, I thought it was more of she was just like I have to sleep with him and I'm traumatized but I have to do it oh, to convince oh, him that I the didn't second talk one. to the cops. I, do you mean the first sex scene or the second sex scene? Because no, the second sex scene the, was the first one. The, the first, first one, one I thought she looked they just horrified. Had sex. Oh okay. no, she looked scared and horrified Did, and like she just got attacked. That's he, what it looked like to me. That's a, uh, maybe okay. So sorry if I. <laughs> I read that wrong. I must have missed I, that moment too. I thought they were in a relationship. I, I, I that it was less. I mean, it was obviously not a good one. But anyway, sorry. I don't. We shouldn't get into this. 
But I'm a, I apologize <laughs> yeah, if I, yeah. I misread that scene. Um, <laughs> Maybe I did. That's what I thought happened. I don't know. Right. I don't. Yeah, it was. It I wasn't literally don't even so remember it. I must have just like looked away because I don't remember the first sex scene off the top of my head right now. Remember the sweatiness of it. There wasn't a and sex scene. It was, it, was post, I, it was a post sex scene. Yeah, I thought it was well, like I know, they were, I know what you mean, but I'm saying I don't even remember that. Like I only remember right. the second one when she goes back to him. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But I thought they were like maybe withdrawing from drugs or something like that when I at first because he says something like, "I got you off this. I can get you off that." So I thought it was they were both withdrawing from I th- drugs. I thought so too, but then that eventually makes less sense based right. on what happens later on. Sorry, what we're, I'm saying. we're getting yeah. way off target. Yeah, we're getting way <laughs> off target. I'm just gonna give it four. <laughs> give it four. Yeah, you know that. I think I I I like that. I like how you said that, Dave, too, with the the setting, because like the drab, like the drabness of it is is important. Like it is supposed yeah, to feel it, like it pretty, feel like way. yeah. Yeah, it's New York, like like it's working gritty. class, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's criminal intent um, here, not yeah. the okay music. Dave, you don't want to give decimals. Rich and famous. What? Dave, you don't want to do a decimal score because on this, this no, show, I truly this is think where it's you guys the give decimals respectful, and I don't. Respectable thing to do would you give <laughs> would be to give it four point Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a decimal there. Um, so music. So honestly, I kind of attribute basically everything I said to the last thing where like it's not distracting and like it's one of the most iconic not even just the theme song, but the bum bum, you know, like the oh. the which we didn't even really talk about that of how Doesn't effective get and and yeah. like it's such a language of storytelling of your like okay, we need to go here. We need to like it's it's really good and like it's so efficient and that sound is iconic and i i love that theme song that it really is one of my top theme songs like unironically i think it's cool as hell <laughs> um and like again any music that and there is like sometimes like dramatic music like in other parts but it, again it's not distracting because that's not part of it like it's supposed to be like just kind of supporting and you know contributing to the overall vibe um, but because I love the theme song so much and the the pre Netflix hits, the pre Netflix Netflix hits, uh, I'm gonna give it a a four. Bum bum. So we need to make an important distinction, though. It's like a remix of the actual song of is the it? Law and Order theme. It's not the the theme to this show is a spinoff theme. Oh, it's is it not really? the true it's Law and Order different? theme. It's different. It's, it's pretty a faithful, different. though. It's not like yeah, so off. But no, it's a perfect face. example of a spinoff. It's a spinoff theme. Oh, it's like similar. Yeah. It's like a remix. I didn't even catch so that. So it's not quite I didn't the catch same. that either. It's a little different. Scott, take Danny's um, word for it. Okay. So there's that. It doesn't change anything for me. changes a lot for me. It's not as good. But it's, gr- it's good. It's not as good. Mm. But then the it music during... Good. It's not as good. And then the music during the show itself, I, I think, is is perfect. It's a lot of like synth bass. It's it's you know, yeah. it's, it's they they hit the right tones it's in tasteful. the right moments. It's tasteful, mm-hmm. very good. It's a spinoff theme. So you, I mean, you're getting it's a spinoff show. You're getting a spinoff theme. Um, I'll give it a four because it is still very good. But yeah, it's not five caliber music. I don't think that's a good point. I mean, I would have, I assumed it was the same one. I guess I wasn't giving it a close enough listen. So I, I appreciate Dan 
setting the record straight. It is a little bit worse. The beat is a little bit more modern, more like <laughs> right. corny two thousands. <laughs> Uh, and the original theme is perfect for sure. So those two hits are kind of like boom, boom. It's like, I guess it's kind of like a, um, a reference to a gavel, maybe like boom, boom, like law is coming. Order is coming. Criminals. (laughs) That's supposed to scare the criminals. I think so. (laughs) I always you know, I think that's a kind of a clever way to make music. Uh, and in like, an era where the Sopranos theme exists, you got to step up your game. Yeah, the Sopranos <laughs> theme is way better with with, and it sounds very of its time. This one sounds of its time, but it's it's kind of defacing the original perfect piece. But it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Anyway. Yeah, and like everybody yeah. said, there's like nice light synth material, like you know, behind some of the more dramatic scenes. Um, but everything very tasteful, everything up to code. Also, not very Vincent D'Onofrio's character. It's not lying to you. It's it's like just doing his job, um, very professionally. Um, there's no ethical questions. So. I gotta give it another solid three point eight. No, give it give it three point six because three point six because I am a little bit slightly annoyed about the remix. It's unnecessary. I guess they had to do a spinoff, uh, change it up a little bit, but I don't know. I can't believe I was the only one that listened to the full theme. You guys must have skipped. No, I listened to I it. No, I heard it. I, I just, just wasn't. Just, t- I, I just clock was it. like, t- yeah, oh. yeah. I, I, right away, I was like, oh, I'm excited to talk about this worst version of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so 3.6 for Dave. Um, fashion, uh, ah. uh, this, this wasn't... I, I honestly didn't, like, register anything in particular. Maybe I uh, I didn't have my eye out for it as much as I should. I know Dan has some, some stuff to uh, share. You know, there aren't many opportunities, I guess, for a crazy amount of flair. Um, so I'm just going to go right down the middle then and say 2.5. For fashion. Hmm. Dan? These pictures make it look like it's this episode of Seinfeld. Wow. Okay. That was a good look. Uh, th- th- this look in particular I wanted to share with you guys, this random guy. He, I don't remember wh- who he, he like. Did Alfredo uses him for He was something? a biker. He was a Canadian biker who knew of one of the guys that got killed during the mission. Right. So this is like a random perp. This was my favorite look in the whole episode. It's denim, like sleeveless cut off. Some black sleeve shirt. Very so, short. Like, sleeve. Yeah. Like, like eighth of a sleeve <laughs> <laughs> and blue jeans. It was just, and tattooed arms. You know, we've talked about do tattoos count when we talk about fashion. Okay. Uh, so this is like typically um, what we see D'Onofrio and Eames, their typical fashion throughout the episode. Suits. They're both wearing suits. Um, Are you trying to influence my vote? Is that what you're trying to do? I know. I want to. St- <laughs> I want to show the fashion in the show. You could change your vote. I watched it. <laughs> I know, but like, yeah, but I we didn't. I don't we didn't discuss this. in detail oh, some of these things, which is fair. Um, 
So this is the uh, the fat guy I keep referencing. He's <laughs> not even that fat. Uh, it's like he doesn't look Jake. like George Costanza here. Jake, and then the blonde is one of the criminals that he kills early, like his sexual mm-hmm. partner. Uh, I mean, he's wearing like a jumpsuit kind of jacket, but what do you call that hat also? Cabbie hat. This is at the beginning of um, of the episode, one of his like disguises. This looks stood out to me. This is the yeah. main villain. He's wearing a long blonde ponytail or is it a ponytail it's a long blonde wig that's sticking out of his beanie he's wearing sunglasses and um very fabio-esque this also looks like a seinfeld thing like like a larry (laughs) david like background character it does yeah yeah. and i mean that's important to note maybe is that this is not that many years after seinfeld but we still have that (laughs) mid-90s kind of yeah it's like a long sleeve blue fleece underneath another blue vest. Like mm-hmm. it looks like he's gonna go skiing, but he's got sweatpants on and a beanie. Yeah, you jog. Uses a cl- this is the kind of clothing you wear if you're jogging in the winter in New York City. So, what's your rating, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a taste of the fashion of the episode. I did not do that for CSI because not worth it. Okay. Um. <laughs> And I ran out of time. Uh, after doing right. that slideshow, I did like the disguises. Now I'll give it another three. The fashion was fine. It's unfortunately a lot of like police suits. Yeah, it's like something it's most of what you're saying. Again, yeah, it's yeah. Their their um personalities don't necessarily stand out because of what they're wearing. You know, it's like their mannerisms or the way they talk is more flashy than their their clothing they're, so they're, they're, the apparel is not yeah. that interesting but it shouldn't be that interesting you know um so yeah i i did like the, i give like it three said, because of the disguises I, it would have been worse if not for the disguises yes yeah, but but because yeah. there were disguises like outside of the police the police people were like just wearing regular suits like who gives a shit but it wasn't bad um but I love the disguises like i said that transformation i didn't know who that was i know he was wearing a uh you know, like the, the fake mustache and the short hair, but I didn't know who he was at first. So it, it fooled me. Um, that's good criminal intent, I think with the fashion. <laughs> so that gives a, a bonus points. It's a three respectable, three respectable three with a four bonus points for the disguises. So 3.4. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Four bonus tenths. Uh, okay. Three with four. <laughs> four bonus point. Points. Yeah. The point four <laughs> bonus points. You can't do full bonus points. That's for. I said. I said bonus points, but I meant point four. Points four. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. Level of crime. I. I guess. I guess oh, like yeah. a five so would I maybe guess, be reserved. Yeah. Five being the most heinous crime you could think of. I, I think mm-hmm. is how how I'm viewing this, right? I mean, I mean, I, I, or I whatever really you want. What that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. 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 That's what I was going to say is that like, I don't know like what, what I, I don't know what the spectrum is. Like, I don't know what the ceiling is for a five, you know, I, but I also don't want to punish it, you know, like preemptively punish it or anything like that. But I mean, he murders two people in cold blood and, and, you know, while maybe that particular thing wasn't specifically premeditated, he did it. And, you know, he's robbing, he's, he's a, he's a dick to, to Gia. 
Um, so I'm going to say 4.3 so uh, level of crying. Well, there's actually a, a body count of four. Because three. Oh, four. Because he kills, he kills three people at the crime site, and then he kills right, a right, mobster, right. A, a random mobster, just to, um, to cause like, uh, like a red herring, basically. Or how would you, how would you uh, describe that? He kills a mobster oh, only right. to make it them think it's a mob-related incident. Right. So that, that was that the, fourth the body was trunk. just the body was, in the trunk. Yeah, he just killed yes. a random mobster just so they would like maybe not think it was him. That's right. It was mob related. Yeah. So that's just really callous, like you know, killing a mobster for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, level of crime. I'll go. I'll go three here. Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> if we ever return to this category, and do this sort of thing again, I'm reserving a five for. The worst crimes in humanity. Okay. So, so on that, on that kind of a scale, this gets three. It's murder, and it's it was also unexpected. Like I did, like I didn't think he was going to kill that many people. I really thought they were going to focus more on like the heist. What comes and- after murder? What's four? Because if you if you give three points to four bodies, I want to know what gets four points. You sure? You want me to explain what what worse <laughs> crimes would be than this? I mean, I could. I mean, it's like the let's like some of the like. But okay, I, I, I get um, it. But I mean, no, I'm, I'm not just saying this. On the like, wait, no, I'm not doing it. No, I, I, I could think of worse things. But are, but are you <laughs> saying? Are you saying your scale is in relation to what you think would happen on this show, or just in general? No, in general. Le- I said uh, level the worst of crime. crimes in the yeah. world <laughs> in humanity. Okay, yeah. I mean, humanity. yeah, like if okay. I put, if I thought genocide was going to be covered on criminal intent, maybe my score would be right. a little lower. But I, right. that's not Gen- where I'm putting yeah. my ceiling. That's a five. Like, that's a five. Yeah, <laughs> fine. You said it. I didn't, but that would be a five. <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's not going to be on Law and Order, but maybe Law and Order is not capable of a five, and that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, five. CSI. Wire. I can see that there's, happening on CSI. Genocide. There's probably there's probably fives on the wire. There's fives on like Sopranos. Really? Um, I mean, definitely more. It's more heinous, maybe. Yeah, I'd have to think about it. There probably is. Uh, yeah. So let's 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 lay it out here. He killed two people he didn't even know just because they were there at the wrong place, wrong time. He killed one person, I guess, as a power play. Like the guy that like worked with him after he bought him like a new suit and he like had a, a relationship with him in jail and then he killed the mobster for no fucking reason at all just to like throw the 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 police off his tail so and then he um I think if he did give Geo AIDS I was just gonna say the crime this. If he knowingly, would, the, yeah, if the, he knowingly gave her AIDS, then okay, it then would go we're even into the higher. Four five conversation. Then we're getting to the four or five conversation. But there is like yeah, definitely, knowingly. like Dan said, there's some weird sexual, possibly assault going on in that relationship. It's not cool either. So yeah. that goes up. The guy's bad. His intent is pretty horrible. I would say it's. I mean, four in one episode. That's a lot. I'm gonna say it's at least a four point. One. Four bodies? I was going to say... That's crazy. Is he, he's, I was gonna he's basically say, a serial to me, killer. To me, murder, no matter what, is a minimum of a four. Because okay. all lives all lives are equal, Dan. 
One is the same uh, as 1,000. <laughs> I actually think Whether the, more bodies, <laughs> the more bodies you pile up, the less points you stack up because... What did, what did Stalin it's, it's say? It's less personal. It's less a personal. A mass killing it's is like a statistic. Like you can connect to it less. Yeah, like you, you, it's a tragedy if it's one person. If it's a thousand, it's a statistic. So, yeah. Wow. It's an interesting debate. <laughs> What's worse? Like you murder no, like ki- somebody close to you or like a thousand strangers. Well, right? That's, the, yeah. that's yeah. the trolley. That's the trolley yeah. problem. Yeah. I'm just saying um, 4.1 because 4. He's, 1. A bad, he's a bad guy. Okay. He is bad. I'm, no I'm probably lover, scoring it too low. He was, he was pretty bad. I mean, professional criminal, plus the heist itself, Dave. That's also a crime. Oh, true, true, yeah. true. So, yeah, yeah that's the heist. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, let's throw a couple diamonds on there. 4.2. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although, I think it's kind of cool. Now, just, just in general, when I rate stuff, like I try my best to rate things for what it is trying to do. Like right. I'm not gonna gatekeep um, Fast Five or Paddington Two, and those are five star movies for what they're like for a big you know blockbuster fifth entry in a movie franchise Fast Fast Five. That's a fi- it, it does the absolute best it can possibly do. Um, that's not the you mean it's the same level as like I don't know some pretentious prestige you know. International it's better film. than that. It's better than anything you're describing like that. Sure, whatever. <laughs> who cares? But but I'm saying I don't personally gatekeep in <laughs> like that. So, you know, maybe Vincent D'Onofrio's character, who even though I've watched this show hundreds of times, I don't remember his name still because um, it doesn't matter. It's just Vincent D'Onofrio. He's not maybe necessarily Avon Barksdale, Tony Soprano, one of the great TV characters or anything like that. But I think it's a highly effective performance i love that he's having fun with it and actually making like a decision and not just you know clocking in and clocking out at a police procedural which you can do and can get away with these shows are were littered across the tv landscape right with people not putting in charismatic performances and he's making it unique, so true. making a decision and i also love jamie sheridan <laughs> like i said ice storm uh, the Ang Lee's Ice Storm, one of my favorite movies, and he's in that, and he's great in that. Nice to see Diane Weist. Catherine Herb doesn't really do much in this, and I think that's, I think it gets a little bit better and more balanced as the show goes on, because I think he was just kind of such a tsunami of, of charisma on screen. And then Courtney B. Vance, like, at the time, I wasn't aware that that was Courtney B. Vance, so it's cool now, like, in retrospect, uh, after, you know, being a lot more familiar with him, to see uh, his origins. Um, so I'm giving this a, a 4.5. I'm giving this four because it's just like so efficient and effective at where it has no it has no business or not even business it has no need to be as competent as it is in terms of the characters and efficient. So there you go. And that's okay. pretty much all of D'Onofrio. All it's like all D'Onofrio for me. The points. Yeah, I mean, how you know? How could it not be right? I mean, it's you know he's the focal point, the big performer. Um, cast of characters. So, like, oh, the thing I didn't include before in our fashion segment, or just showing you guys pictures, really good for a podcast audio format. I forgot to show you the picture I have of Courtney B. Vance. It's pretty cool. He's a pretty cool outfit. Um, he's a pretty cool suit on. 
Sorry, my bad. Yeah, he's wearing glasses but, too, right? He looks good. Yes. So, I yeah. So that was one of my favorite like little performances, like quick scenes. Was his scene in when he's in the interrogation room with them? I love that. We didn't really talk too much about that. Really loved when he showed up and he's kind of got his hands folded and he's and in so many words he's like, "You could do this." Or you're fucked. Like, like he doesn't like, but you know, it's way, it's it's not exactly that. It's way more articulate. But it, that's essentially like the point he's getting across. He's like, yeah, you could do life in jail, probably. Like, yeah, like it's just very matter of fact. Like that was awesome. Um, I don't think I like Jamie Sheridan as much as Brandon. Kind of didn't give a shit about that guy, uh, Jimmy Deacons. I loved Anafrio. <laughs> I loved Anafrio in this. He's such a weirdo. Um, his whole energy and vibe, I'm a fan. I like him in anything he does. Eames, yeah, it's like, wasn't much there. Again, not really her fault, right? You know, she's kind of mm-hmm. there to be, like we talked about, the opposite of D'Onofrio. Great villain, honestly. Uh, Jake Weber, Carl yeah. Atwood, ver- very good. Big fan. Um, and then Gia is his girlfriend, and Jake is one of his, like guys but he's clearly more of like the idiot and he's gonna break um i guess i don't know if you guys agree with me arguably too many characters and they throw a lot at you this (laughs) this episode there's just like a lot of people they kind of throw at you but that is i guess realistic as far as like when you're doing detective work and you're trying to like figure out a crime and the level of crime that this was it's a heist and it's murders like you need a team for a heist so like I i get it but I think as far as cast of characters, you could argue maybe it's more effective if it's just focused on a smaller crew, which for the most part it is, but they just throw a lot more extra people at you throughout the episode. But that's part of it. It's tough for me to say if that makes it lose points necessarily. It's a, it's a pilot um, episode. I also though, think so j- well, and also yeah. it's a spinoff. So like the language of the show is pretty established. So like I feel like that like you know Lone Order had done the legwork for that. Right. Right. Okay. Um, I really en- enjoyed the cast and I'll really everything about this a lot more than I thought I, I was going to. Uh, so I'll do I'll give it a four. For cast of characters. Yeah, D'Onofrio clearly the store the star here. I thought he. He did his his weird. He brought his weird energy to the show. Like Brandon said, it's not necessary. It's not necessary to the success of the series. You can really phone it in. Just read your lines convincingly. Go home, hang out with your family on the weekends. Whatever you need to do, it could be that kind of a job. He's not approaching it that way. He, um, is making an interesting character. F- for these shows um but like dan said i don't know if i i liked yeah courtney b vance was great um he's a bevanced actor for sure and he's (laughs) he's great but he's not utilized too much in this episode um ames was solid but not really a standout jamie sheridan what's his name jamie sheridan Mm mm-hmm I don't really even remember him in this show. So I think Brandon's bringing his love for him in another uh, project too much into this show. Um, He's like who they reported into. 
Yeah, I didn't, he was fine. Yeah. I guess he's he like didn't do third, much. He's the third lead. He's the. Uh, I'm, he I know it's from this show too. Like he's the third lead on the show. Like he, right, right. Like, I, I, in this know, like, episode I, though, he didn't really do much. Yeah. Um, I no, love yeah. the villain though. The villain was kick ass. He was truly menacing. Um, he was he was a chameleon. Who was he? Um, and Gia, she looked like Winona Ryder kind of. So I thought that was kind of cool. I thought the parents of the murdered victim were kind of weirdly old for college age. They looked like they they were in their like mid to late seventies. So I thought that was yeah, kind of a weird yeah. choice. Maybe they couldn't get the that's, proper age. Proper age. By the way, uh, that's Eben Moss from parents? the Bear. He oh, was the okay. Guy. The dad. No, the college kid. That, that oh, the college killed. kid. I see. That oh. makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I thought they were a little bit miscast. Um you know, other than that. But so I'm giving it like oh, and Dine Weast, love seeing her, but she was only in it for like mm-hmm. twenty seconds. Um so all that combined. Oh, also the Paul Giamatti kind of guy, Jake. Um, he was a fun <laughs> side character. Um Yeah. So yeah, it was some Ethan. fun side characters, very New York vibe. Uh, the main cast, I thought they were fine, but not amazing. It's really all resting on D'Onofrio's, D'Onofrio's shoulder a little bit on this episode. So if we're going about cast of characters, it's a little bit lower than just character. Character, he's like a five, maybe. Cast of characters, we're bringing it down to 3.78. Wow. <laughs> 3.7. Okay. 8. 3.8. So one of the... The bonus points, the first bonus point that we had was, do you support the main character? Um, uh, I do. I don't know if I support, I don't know if I can support his, I don't know if I would do his methods, but I'm, I, it makes it, his methods make it entertaining, so I support him. Yeah, I guess his question made more sense when it was a sitcom, <laughs> yeah. and it's like centered on one... <laughs> Like person usually, but yeah, like does it work in this format? Um, I I'll say yes. I don't support the AIDS method that he used. <laughs> that right. went for. It's corrupt as fuck. So I don't support that. But in general, yeah, I'm with it. And you know, you got Eames should be also a main character. Got to support her, but not her fault. Wasn't quite. At the full detective level, yeah. this episode yet. Yeah. Um. No, I don't. Su- I don't support a cop lying to somebody. Hell no. What are you? Well, I'm. I'm gonna be supporting cops. I'm already having uh, uh doubts about the police officers in our country in general. And that now you want me to support a, a one who's. I saw a lie on in the line of duty. So no, I'm not. I'm not supportive of that at all. I, I think he's an interesting character. I think he's an interesting yeah. character, but I don't support him. You have to get defund <laughs> the police, bro. I don't. I don't support it at all. Yeah, but the bad guy murdered four people. Is a <laughs> jewel heist. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair, but and nobody has AIDS, so you know. Oh, uh, so it's okay. That's <laughs> true. It's all good. It's all good. No, I mean, I, I again, I like the character, but. I don't think you should be doing that as a cop. If I'm saying, if that's what the question is, I don't support. I don't know it. what the. I don't even really know what this question <laughs> is. Um, 
if it, if it said, do you support the ethics of the character if they took place in real life? I would say no. But if it says <laughs> right, support no. main character, yeah, because I yeah I was rooting for him. Yeah, no. I'm rooting for the villain. I okay. <laughs> This is that's actually a good question because a lot of times I would root for the villain. Not rooting for this villain. No way. <laughs> really? Yeah, not rooting for this nah. villain. Nah. It's kind of cool. In some ways. <laughs> if he was higher on my level of crime scale, then yeah, maybe I'd root for yeah. him. Like if it was if it was a more heinous crime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not heinous enough. So <laughs> right. Too low no, level. It's, no, it's too heinous. Even a three is too heinous. Not rooting for this guy. No way. Um no way. Um, um, second bonus question is, will you land this plane, a.k.a. <laughs> would you keep watching this show? Um, so I'm actually going to say, I don't know if it, it's a surprise, but no. Because even though I do like these shows, this isn't one of the shows that I like purposely like watch if I want something mindless. I watched it when it was on, but like in the years since then, I've not... Law and Order is never one of the ones where I'm like, oh, like, I just kind of want to veg out and watch a couple like Law and Orders. It's just not one that I go back to, um, because I do like that extra little level of serial storytelling involved. So no, I will not land this plane. Um, yeah, I am surprised by that, but for me, I think every time I've said, "Will I land the?" Pl-? Wait, so wait, if you do land the plane, no, you, if you don't land the plane, you keep going. Is that what that means? <laughs> or if you land the plane, does that mean keep watching the show? Which one is what continue to watch? Land or not land? You, I don't know. It's, you wrote down, will you land this plane? Keep I watching know, I the just, show. I, I know. I think if it's not landing the plane means you continue the show. Right? That would make sense, right? Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> I... In the past where I've said I'm going to keep watching the show, I never have. I've lied every time. Wow. Like, like I've... <laughs> yeah, same. I'm sure a couple of shows I said I would keep watching never did. I'm sure I said it about The Nanny. I'm sure I said it about Martin. Um, right. The only one that was true was Seinfeld, because you know, I've watched the whole show, um, and I'll watch that anytime. But I'm sure, I'll bet I said I would watch more Taxi. Definitely not watching that. Um, and this... Yeah, I'm with Brandon. I, uh, it's just too like much. If it was what, on, what, I'd what, be like fine 30 with seasons it. of this? Like <laughs> like uh um, Yeah, I mean that's what's hard that's what's kind of hard yeah. about this. There's no yeah, like I mean uh, it's it's like hypothetic hypothetically, yes, I would continue watch this show, but will I? No. I think I would enjoy it at the time, but now I mean given all like the excellent crime stuff that has been on TV, I'm not watching this. Yeah, but I like, but I like, but I like Denafrio. Show is enjoyable, um, for sure, but it's not. First of all, it ain't no SVU. It doesn't have the cast of S- SVU: Maloney, uh, Hargitay, Ice T, and the Bells. The, the, like, yeah, that foursome right there. This team is not matching it. And guess what? This only lasted ten seasons. SVU is still on the air. So if I'm gonna watch. Law and Order, it's going to be SVU. And guess what? I don't even watch SVU. I don't watch TV in general, really. <laughs> I don't really watch... I watch like four or five shows a year. And 
it's not going to be this. So <laughs> it's, it's entertaining for a project like this, like to, to break it down, but no way. The last thing, which doesn't really apply here is who is the titular, uh, Law and order criminal intent. Like who's the titular law 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 and order? The criminal intent is definitely our lead villain. He has a lot of criminal intent here. But he's not law and order. I guess law would be D'Onofrio and order would be (laughs) his partner, Ames. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like if I, if the unit was like the criminal intent unit, then we would say like cr- the criminal intent is the two of them. But I don't think that that's what their unit is called. Maybe it is, but I don't think it is. He's law and she's order. <laughs> that's what I think it is. All right. Well, I got the points here, but we're not going to reveal those until the end. Um, yeah, I'll take a. What's, uh, is it like a two-hour flight to Miami from New York, Dan? So a normal podcast length, which has ended here, not Dan to Brief <laughs> Nope, we have another thing to do. But we'll make yeah. it quicker now that we know how to yeah, yeah, like, do gonna, it. <laughs> I'm going to talk way less. Okay, CSI Miami. Uh, Dave, you said Miami. before that it came out just two years after the original show. And as I said, Mark Helgenberger and William Peterson were unhappy with uh, how quickly um, the show came out. She said, give us at least five years. And then I think I read that on an an acceptance speech for an Emmy. She said, as far as I'm concerned, we're the only CSI. (laughs) Wow. It's like like a pretty serious shot, which is like, it's kind of insane. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we said it. So, the Law and Order pilot was just called One. One. Um, yeah. oh. This CSI Miami pilot is called Golden Parachute, which we'll talk about. Yes, but here's uh, the very thing. Very clever title. This is the pilot episode of CSI My- Miami, but this is not the first time that uh, Horatio Keynes as uh, starred, okay. you know, portrayed by David Caruso, because there was a backdoor pilot at the end of a season of CSI. Really? Uh, I was going to oh. ask, because the way that the conversation happens between him and, and one of the female yeah, leads is like they already know each other and something happened. Yes. I was like, this must have been from the other show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, now, where does CSI... They go to Las Vegas. CSI original takes place in Las Vegas. Yes. Okay. Well, no, wait, th- really? Because there isn't there a CSI Las Vegas? It's a different show. It's it's back. No, but it's 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 the same thing. It's back. Oh. Because William Peterson came back, I believe. I uh, Star Michael Mann's Manhunter. See. Incredible movie. Um. So. This so as we said before, CSI is more about the forensics team, and this is this show more so than Law and Order is about the fleshing out of the team dynamics. It's much more about that. Like you will still get guest stars as villains and stuff, 
from time to time there being like a little bit, you know, of a higher profile guest star, but not it wasn't as much of that for for uh Miami. It was a lot more about the um the the dynamic of the team. So we have David Caruso, Horatio Kane, uh the leader of the crime lab. Um Emily Proctor as Callie Duquesne, who is the assistant, she's a specialist in guns. Uh Adam Rodriguez, Eric Delco. Uh, Candy Alexander, we get to, we gotta talk about that, Dave. Uh, Alex Woods, uh, Rory Cochran, uh, I forgot that that was him as Tim Speedle, Kim Delaney as Megan Donner. That is the main cast. Um, and they all have kind of different specialties within this crime scene investigation unit. And, uh, yeah, so do you want to talk about the, is there anything else you want to talk about that before we talk about the plot? Like what is your guys' um, history? Like you didn't watch this, right? No, I uh, always kn- was aware of it. knew it was like a big CBS thing. Always kind of associated this kind of show with boomers and CBS in general. Um, you know, just like one of those shows that I'm sure is highly rated because when you turn on your TV, it's automatically on channel two. So this is just what's on. Um. <laughs> It's, that's why CBS yeah. has all the ratings it does because it's the first channel. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> I knew I, Dave didn't know it stood for crime scene investigation. I at least knew that. I didn't know that. And I never <laughs> questioned it. I never thought about what it and should or my, could mean. And like my exposure to like this type of show comes from like parodies. Like uh, remember forgetting Sarah Marshall. I always think of that. Jason Siegel. And then. Does the music also for like Paul this Shears. kind of a show? Um, yeah, and then Paul Shear's show sir. like NTSD. I forget like what it <laughs> right. was called, but yeah, SUV. He said or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it was his Adult Swim show. Um, and then yeah, Jason Siegel does the music for like a show like this, starring Billy Baldwin, and that scene is so funny. It's so funny. Ceremony. Yeah, yeah where it's like Billy Baldwin goes, ouch. Like, <laughs> like yeah. where they show like the dead body, and it's like so I associate that making fun of like this i assume and probably a little bit law and order too but i think it's more so this because this is crime scene stuff and like so um but yeah brandon laid out the you know the the main cast pretty well but yeah i don't have much of a history here i was more excited to watch law and order than i was this i think (laughs) yeah yeah, I never watched this. Um, I didn't watch a lot of CBS when I was younger, so I, I just never got around to... Like, I would never really put on CBS. I would put on NBC because I would watch, like, reruns of shows that aired on NBC, or I would watch, like, The Office and, like, stuff like that. So, I, you know, it just was on more. I was an NBC loyal loyalist. It was before I got into Dave Letterman. Like I just never really. I was watching Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien. So anyway, whatever. I never. I knew about David Caruso and the sunglasses, and I I saw like the bit where J- Jim Carrey makes fun of him. Um, <laughs> no, that's yeah, really that's my right. only awareness of what this show is. I don't think I've ever seen an episode, and it didn't appeal to me. Even though like I I've often said like Miami is my dream city I've never been there but it's this kind of dreamland, kind of based on my love of Vice City, GTA, um, but for whatever reason the way the show looked on like commercials and everything it didn't bring me in, 
at all. I think the show does. I I watched the original CSI, and to pick, I, I wanted to specifically say this after what you just said, Dave. I, I watched the original CSI. I did not really like this one. I watched it here and there when, because like especially when it first came out, but I did not like it. I think it's a bad. I think they do a bad job at making Miami just not seem like hot Florida. Like yeah, I have a I have like, a lot of like, issues with this show and its uh, portrayal yeah. of at least this episode portrayal of Miami. I didn't even think about that, but you're bad, 100% right. <laughs> yeah, bad portrayal like, of Miami for your first yeah. episode. It's just hot, fl- it's just the hot fuck you Florida doing? is really what it, it is. It feels more like CSI <laughs> The Bayou. Yeah. Like, 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 like Gator. Not, yeah. Gator. Yeah. Uh, like CSI Land. New Orleans, like, like, or like. Which they do. Yeah. They, I think they do have that. CSI Jacksonville. I don't know. Um, yeah. Right. Jacksonville. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the vibe, and you know what's weird is in retrospect. So this is like also what I was saying at the beginning of the show with the like, you know, they actually have like a, a like a, a seasoned director here. He did some movies. He did like one of the Halloween movies. Like this feels like they're trying to do Tony Scott on TV. Like this, like this feels like, and this is like right after like Enemy of the State, and then like like Spy Game just came out. It's that like. They're trying to do this like frenetic, more like choppy. You know, there's like all these cuts all over the place where, and like that like filtered like like Tony Scott literally used to burn film so that like it had like it had it on the edges of the frames and like that's like the type of stuff they're trying to do here and make it more, like make the 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 production more of a character, and it's just not I, I, it works so much better on CSI and whether that's the color palette or the. The, the the setting of Vegas, which you know always was bright lights and like craziness going on, so it just is not successful here as a portrait of Miami. I mean, yeah, we have Miami Vice. That I was going to say that Miami Vice. This is the new Miami Vice. Caruso being the new Don Johnson. I'm not into yeah. that. That's not no. a good replacement. And then yeah, like off the bat, you notice like the camera work, the special effects being there. Like there's, there's a ex- huge explosion in the, the cold open of this episode. You wouldn't see anything like that on law and law and order. I don't think definitely a bigger budget. This yeah. is trying to be more cinematic. There's that orange tint to it. And, um, yeah, that was I unexpected. Like, it- <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, and I wonder like the level if it's that they direct, went to. I'm like, yeah, oh, like, I wonder if it's a direct, okay. like, trying to stay away from Miami Vice's turf. Like, I wonder if that's was their thinking of like, we don't, we don't want to try to be compared to that. Then and, why bring it to I Miami? I actually kind of think it would be, it would be better to just embrace that aesthetic than, than, yeah. than defy it. I think makes, it makes no sense to bring it to Miami if you're not going to bring that kind of. Uh, exactly visual palette. If that's what you're but, going for. Yeah, we want to bring you to Miami, but we don't want you to think about the Miami that you want to see on screen. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hate that. Um, and another thing, like with the effects, Caruso is supposed to be some kind of um, you know, savant as well. I guess he's a savant of this ep- of, of this show, where he like takes mental pictures of evidence, and it will do an effect on the show where it like zooms in. Yeah, and, like, there's has, a lot like, of a that. Picture snapping filter. Um, it just doesn't look good. It looks so stupid. Um, and uh, he's a less interesting actor than D'Onofrio. Hate to say it, but it's true. 
Well, all right. What He's do we want to dig age. into here? Because, like, I, I could. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, the last but, thing I wanted to say before we get into the plot. Or no, go ahead, Dan. Well, if we're talking about Caruso, and I mean, maybe this gets more into the you know the casting uh, cast of characters discussion and point selection, but. David Caruso feels more like your stereotypical TV star. Like, yeah. watching this... It feels like, like it's the 80s, yes. feels like it's the 80s. D'Onofrio mm. came off more as, like, quirky and, and like, okay, you know, I, I kind of like watching him. Caruso, it's like, what do we got? I'm on TV. I'm, an, yeah. yes. I'm acting. He's putting on it a was voice. More, yeah, it was it was more like that. Uh, like half his personality is just cutter. the sunglasses. Like it's, it's just like putting yeah, on the sunglasses exactly. and lo- he, and in his mind looking felt cool. Like a, but he's, he didn't feel like a person. He felt like the TV character. Right. This was a TV character. Uh, I'm not yeah. watching something yes. real. I'm watching a movie. I'm watching right. And, and, fiction. and this this can this will come out in the cast and characters and stuff too. And then the other issue with that, because like we said, D'Onofrio is actually making a choice and going against what the stereotype would be. Like he's doing the stereotype of that. And the other issue is that all the other people in the cast like are like basically again, just like plug and play. Like anybody could have played these people. They're not really like allowed to like, have as much like charisma as other shows eventually do where the team, they realize the teams become like what people get invested in. And the show, I think tried to do it a little bit better um, uh, later on, but yeah, it's all about the, the leaning into the puns and the, and the putting the glasses on, on a punchline and and all that stuff. Yeah. He takes the glasses on and off a lot. Why? Well, keep them on. You're outside. Like for most of the time, you don't need to keep (laughs) taking your sunglasses off. It made no sense. Yeah, he was, he doing was like that in a the lot. sun. Yeah, so uh, yeah. that was stupid. Um, and uh, yeah, should we just break down the plot? It's it's a little bit yeah. more simpler, I think, than the Law and Order. Just less yeah. things going on. There's a so there's a there's a plane crash in a swamp, and and we the witnesses see the see that. Then uh, Horatio and one of the other guys on the team fly in on a fan boat. And uh, <laughs> what, what what already is like one of the stupidest things, like they call it in, and then like another team is gonna come get it, and they're like, no, first ones to the scene, it's ours. It's like they probably would be like, nah, I don't want to fucking work out here. <laughs> like like why do they want like the case so bad? Unless he like has this like you know sense of. Uh, yeah, this is a plane crash. This is this should be federal. Like the, they like, don't know that there's a murder yet involved when they're yeah. so that's like they have no reason to be taking this case. Uh, he has a sense at least though, yeah. him. Like obviously the forensic part is going to be there, but like I feel right. like he wouldn't be there until somebody knew there would have been a murder involved. It, right. So um, it's also it's not a commercial airline. It's like a private plane. That yes. that crashes. It's, it's like also we talked involved. we talked about how this isn't Miami. It, it, it's the Everglades, so it's like the Miami area. Like it's like the surrounding, yeah. like swamp CSI you know? Miami area. Yeah, r- be the right. Title <laughs> of the show. Um, yeah, CSI Everglades. Um, <laughs> and then okay, so that's the beginning. And then what you find out shortly after is there is one person found alive. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, there's eventually two. There's eventually two. Okay, yes. There's eventually two, but what they uncover is that it's this guy, Eric Summers' private plane, 
and he runs, I think it's like an insurance firm. I think it's like an insurance company. Um, they, so it's like a company plane. So it's like a company. Is, it's, 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 they're all They discover that there's a body that has a bullet. And so they that's when they start realizing that it's a crime. And so right. then they are, and because they find somebody alive at the scene, but then dies. Um, and then a, a, like, a, like a little while after, while they're still cleaning up wreckage, another body is found. And then that's the person, Bernard from Lost, uh, that they uh, are investigating because he, he becomes a suspect in the case. And um, wait, what? There's a lot of business about a missing shoe at one point. Um, and they're, they're wondering if uh, they realize because of the way the bodies fell out of the plane that, like, she, the woman on the plane came out first or came out in a separate And she was, spot. like, well, miles she's found away. later because she's, she was yeah, miles she's away. she's way far yes. further away. Yeah. So they wonder if it's a suicide at first, like, if she jumped out and then, because they don't know why the plane actually crashed yet. Um. And yeah. you know, while they're doing the investigation now, like thinking back to Law and Order, where Dan, you said like you really enjoyed the like meticulousness and like process of like investigating this stuff. They have they try to do some of that. They it's more about the like like there's a scene where uh Mon- um where Callie um is like shaving down a bullet with a tool to see if it matches a tool used, you know, by a, like mm-hmm. a plane mechanic. So like those scenes are, are done with a lot of care of like the, like the, what they're actually doing, but they don't do as I think as clear of a job with the legwork of getting from point A to point B. Do you feel that way? Yeah. It's um just way. I don't know. It's hard to articulate why, but I'm way less interested in the work. That yeah. they're doing to uncover this crime. Um, it is, a, I'll be honest, it is kind of an interesting idea. I mean, you know, we'll get to the set and setting points. I think we're all on the same page there. This isn't Miami, and that, that's a big problem. But, but like, it is kind of an interesting idea where it's a plane crash, but there's clearly foul play where it's it wasn't just a mechanical failure or accident. There's a crime. There's something that happened on the plane. They're trying to figure that out through forensics. Good, not a bad idea. Good idea, but yeah. you know, for the pilot of something called CSI Miami, <laughs> you know, that's not what this is. And do we even like anybody on this? I don't know. You know, there's that too. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's we'll a big get, problem. We'll definitely it's get like, there with that. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 they're trying to do too much with the like flashiness of the production to make the process interesting, but like the actual process. Like, like you see the steps a lot more clear in Law and Order, so you get you get what they're doing here. It's just a little bit more like of a magic trick, like ooh, look over here, we're doing this, and, and yeah, they basically like they can't figure out like where a shot came from, how the plane actually crashed. They, um, you know, they they start realizing that she was a witness, um, involved with this company, and um, they realize that uh. At one point, they realized that the bullet, they thought there was a bullet, but they get the, the black box of the plane. And it's not a bullet. It's a, it's a, it's like a nut, like a rat, like, you know, like of securing something that when the plane broke apart, hit the pilot, hit the pilot, and it looked like a gunshot. So they thought it was a gunshot. 
And then they realized that she was hanging off the plane and her shoe fell into the engine and that's what blew up the plane. But they don't know, they can't prove that uh, the guy pushed her out of the plane and it, that it wasn't a suicide until he sees, the, he realizes that the fire extinguisher was missing and he realizes that the man hit her hand be, uh, with the fire extinguisher because her hand had a mark on it or the corpse had a mark on it. And that's how he solves the case. Yeah, it's they show a lot. Like we keep talking about the forensics. Yeah, they're showing a lot of like bullet work and like there's there's a whole sequence where they're getting different samples of different things and you know the, the, you know, the different sequences. It's way more about they try and be sciency. That's like the that's a big difference right. here with this show compared to Law and Order. It's you know, um, it's less paperwork. It's more stethoscope. It's more, <laughs> uh, you know, science yeah. lab equipment. Um, so much of the show is at the actual crime scene, you know, at the, at the plane crash site. Um, and then you're talking to people that saw it and, but then you, then you go back to the lab. Yeah. There's really not much else. Um, the IMDb page lists a, a quote, which is pretty good. It's between Callie and Horatio. Callie says, is it as bad as it looks? And he says, it's actually worse than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's like a pretty typical line of dialogue in this stupid fucking in this stupid show um oh and also the episode's based on a real plane crash that occurred in the florida everglades Hmm. in in may of 96 so So they were um, ratings and cover stuff well the reason why everything is like um the firm was under sec investigation like this company that they're all a part of and so that's why he had to push her right that, that's like a part of it right he was the insurance agent okay it's his private plane it's a strange thing though. his po- okay because it was like summer okay. is the main the, the head of the company he's mm-hmm. found alive his accountant seems to have struggled and jumped out the firm was under investigation so i guess he thought he could get away with I don't even remember why she needs to die, to be honest. So, I don't even, like... Well, okay, so I think at first it's kind of an accident where, like, they're having a f- uh, altercation on the plane. They're fighting. And then at one point she accidentally opens the door. That's what they may, the way they make it seem like in the episode. She has filed a complaint against him, so that's why they're having a fight. And then... She's like hanging on to the door and she ta- he takes a fire extinguisher and like knocks her out. Originally he tries to tries to frame it as like if as if she committed suicide. They later learn that like it was a it was intentional. And then but then the plane act like because the door is open, there's a malfunction with the engine. Oh, because her shoe It's fall- her shoe. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Cause because th- remember they're like there was like a red material that they couldn't they like they found like pieces of material and like that's how like they remember because like the shoe was missing, but that's the thing is like they they can't have it both ways like th- these are the type of shows where it either has to be about the team or do a good job like explaining the process of the crime and they just really don't because nobody yeah. on the team is very compelling. <laughs> why did the woman need to die? She didn't. Why did he, she? Why did he push her out? She didn't need. Because she figured was, it'd be a good chance to get rid of her. Yeah, because like she, she. I mean, that's what Dave just said. It was about, an accident, and then he yeah. took the opportunity because they were. She filed a complaint. Oh, oh, she, she, she. That's right. Sorry, sorry. Okay, 
Um, yeah, that's the long and short of it. Um, <laughs> now, should we get into points? I mean, does anything else happen of note? No, I think okay. I think we that's we, pretty much we it. talk about more stuff as we do the points. Oh, it, oh, it and then at, yeah, at the end that like oh, the guy kills himself. They figure it out. Yeah, the guy kills himself at the end, and it's a great opportunity for David Caruso to do a pun. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. says like like they're literally at the crime scene. You see him hanging mm. from a a rope, and um, and he says, "You're really swinging now, huh, Scott?" Yeah. yeah. So it's not really like so it wasn't really justice. Why would you say that? It wasn't justice served either. So it was like an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird move. I do um if we talk about set and setting, I do have something important to mention. Well Okay. Brandon Okay. Setting Let's get to the points. Let's get the points. Yeah. Set and setting, I'm just giving it a, a, a two. Um it's it's just a, a, a poor job at making you see the Miami that you want to see. I like the, like the only re- give credit I'm giving is just like the lab stuff and just that being a little bit interesting. And I, you know, I do know that it gets a little bit better as it goes, but like for this, it's just, it's just not appealing. I hate the the way it looks. I hate the fake Tony Scott aesthetic. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, the orange. Right. Um, it looks like a movie that takes place in Mexico, and for, like you see those. I was just, we were just <laughs> saying this recently, yeah, like the Breaking Bad, like so you know where right. you are, filter. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I want to give it a one. I'm going to bump it up to a two because we're the pilot pilots. It's another show with a goddamn airplane <laughs> set and setting. True. It's true. Yeah, it's happened unintentionally or intentionally every time we've done this show. We have Wings, we have the airport in Seinfeld, we have the airport right. in Taxi, and again right. we have an airplane in CSI wow. as the pilot pilots, <laughs> as the wingmen. Pretty crazy. Well, unintentionally, well, I'm not bumping again. up my two, but that is a great observation. No, I'm bumping up two two. It's worse than two. No, I'm, I'm giving, saying, I'm bumping, but it up I'm two, not bumping two. my two up. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> also give it a two. But I'm happy for you. To, to, <laughs> that's a great observation. <laughs> yes. Two for each wing of the plane. Yeah. Um, yeah. For each engine. Uh, yeah. Again, like I said, that Miami is like a dream city in my mind. Uh, and this destroys my dream. It's a nightmare. It becomes my nightmare city. Um, I would never want to go there under these conditions with these people with this tint uh too orange you know like caruso's already got the orange hairdo (laughs) we don't need the orange tint you know the lighting or whatever (laughs) thing they put on uh to make it look that way but um yeah i just hate the way it looks i don't even like the way the lab looks the lab doesn't look cool to me it's trying to look a little bit futuristic and i don't like that um, is there anything I like about the setting? I, I would say, like, is the plane even part of the setting? I guess the, the, <laughs> the plane set. crash is. Set. I think it's it is. Because they recreate <laughs> it. Set? Yeah. I guess it's kind of a part of it. So, yeah. They recreate it. I'll, know, give, the, it, the I'll give it 0. 0.5 for the plane, sh- the plane shout out. So you're giving it 0. <laughs> 0.5 in general. 
Yeah, I hate it. It just looks like <laughs> other. It looks like shit. I hate. I hate yeah. looking at stuff like this. No, that's fair. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. The plane crash saves it. Say yeah. Um, that's really funny. Uh, okay, music. So, so I said before, and I, oh, I'll get okay. to the theme yes. song last. I'll get to the theme song last, but I said for Law and Order, like the moments where I didn't notice it, I felt that was a negative thing. Be- I mean, a positive thing because, like, I felt it contributed to the vibe. And even though I can't really, honestly, like pinpoint something specific that I didn't like the sound of it didn't make any of it any better for me, the setting, the music. So I'm actually going (laughs) like that would make me give it a one. Now I'm not bringing it up to a two just because I'm like, fuck yeah, the who, I mean, I do love the who, but I think it's even just more funny that they consistently kept, keep using who songs for CSI. Like, I just think that I, 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 the commitment to the bit in a way I really appreciate (sighs) That for every show they had a different Who song as the theme song, and I find that funny. And it makes the like putting the sunglasses on and the scream of the yeah. I kind of will never not find that funny, like and ridiculous. So just for the yeah, he's like, there's so many times where they just <laughs> do that, and he puts the sunglasses on. I like, the, I think it's a dumb bit, and I like that they lean into that. So I give it a two for that. Okay. <sighs> That makes sense, and I really should just join you, but uh, I don't even remember a lot of like the music throughout the show. Like it didn't like it wasn't it didn't stick as much as the Law and Order like synth bassy stuff, like the background stuff. I just really didn't give a shit about. Didn't hook me in at all. Then there's the theme song, and you know, you asked me this question in high school, I'd probably have a different answer, but as soon as I hear this fucking song come on, I'm like, this is a show I'm not going to like, and I'm never going to watch, and I'm never going to watch ever again. As soon as the theme song came on, that was my thought, like, oh, this is for boomers. I can't fucking do this. This is like a boomer thing. As soon as I hear this song, I don't know. That's just It just happened to me with classic rock in general, I think the last five years, unfortunately. Maybe unfairly, because um, who is, you know, Got to respect the who they are cool, um, a lot of cool stuff. But I hear this song and it's like uh, my my immediately, uh, that's my reaction. Uh. <laughs> it's a one, give it a one <laughs> for music. Fuck the music in this. Yeah. I hate the music in this. Fuck it, one. <laughs> the music in this show. It's like low energy hacker music. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A lot of synth su- stuff, but yeah. not the stuff that we no. like. That's like, it's like not making you, it doesn't make science seem more interesting. I mean, it makes science feel boring for me. All the, yeah, um, all the percussion sounds like camera shutters and stuff. Like it's all like that. Like again, like enemy of the state. Stupid. I, I keep going back to that. It's yeah. It's like the same thing. Right. If we're talking about sound also, yeah. Like the, the, zoom, like, the, the sound z- design. The zoom in, like the zzz, like with like the zoom in, like like, like <laughs> right, yeah, stuff sucks. It's bad foley work as well. Um, and yeah, then the album, the, the Who had an album called The Who's Sell Out, or the yeah, the the Who's Sold Out, maybe. And this is like that was like kind of an ironic album, but this is like feels real. This they are actually selling out <laughs> and kind of losing their credibility by 
letting their song be the theme song for this shitty franchise. Which whose um, song is it? It is, is it funny. Won't get fooled again. It's, it's you won't get fooled this again. This one's won't get fooled it, again. What is it? Yeah, what does a, that have to do with Carton? What does that have that? to do with crime scene investigation? What? It doesn't. It's just a stupid like they they bought it because it's a popular song. The criminals won't yeah. fool us and again. Maybe. That Caruso won't get fooled yeah. again. You got fooled before, but not again. Um, yeah, I mean, I it, it is funny, the yeah, but I hate hearing it. I like <laughs> it, it does. Yeah, that's it. Just makes me like a song that I did like and you know enjoyed. It makes me not no longer enjoy it. It's like like the same thing with Miami. I no longer can enjoy Miami or the Who. The show is destroying all these things that I liked. Um, <laughs> sunglasses. <laughs> Hacker music, just, just yeah. So with that, I'm going 0. 0.5 again. Oh, you know, <laughs> why not? Uh, it's just, it's just really think, poor. It's I actually really think they show. should. Do, I think they should use the yeah more. I think they should use it like Law and Order does the <laughs> bum bum. <laughs> I think that oh, like I think, act break. Yeah, I think every yeah. every every. I think it should end. I think they should use it Commercial more frequently break. so bum, that it happens. It's yeah. so annoying that it just like, keeps getting funnier and funnier. Just like every yeah, they made yeah. they show like maybe a maybe like, they the show yeah. like a really fucked up corpse before commercials. Like yeah yeah. Like, yeah! yeah they don't do that so i just i think i love the joke i I, and like they knew the joke so i I like that part of it um but at this time i don't know if they know the joke it's just like the first time they use it so maybe they don't use it kind of vibe with the original show though like with just always using it in the show like they knew that that it was used as a button um it's just the yeah is just better than the the like bob o'reilly version that they use for the original um it's funny i think dave and i rate it, like feel the exact same way it's just our scales different because i've done two twos he's done 2.5s um for fashion uh i'm gonna this one i'm gonna give a one because i don't really give anybody credit for any particular thing um and i don't know if i've ever even given below a one so i don't even know if i can do a zero but i'm gonna do a one uh just for <laughs> Being at least, uh, I don't know, I, but you, I guess it should have been distracting. I don't for know. wearing it's, clothes, it's just boring for not being for nude. Miami. For Miami, there's just no personality, and the sunglasses aren't yeah. cool. I like Emily yeah. Proctor's vibe a little bit, and I'll get to her in cast of characters so I can talk about the West Wing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's really nothing memorable fashion-wise here except for you know Caruso's glasses, but it keeps taking them off. So, uh, <laughs> like, there's like, there's like the field, like what what a detective would wear in the field outfit. It's like a polo, right? That's uh, mm-hmm. Eric Delco. Like his gear sucks. Um, yeah. He looks like a proto Dexter. Dexter, yeah, which did then, Miami better than this. There's some. I feel like there's some pantsuit action with uh, Lieutenant Megan Donner. Um, yes. Just not memorable stuff. Um, again, Miami, you think would be amazing fashion? Nope. No. Not memorable. Don't remember it. One. I'll give it a one. I don't know. <laughs> 
if you think about yeah the looks of Miami of the past, you know that was like probably one of the the best things about Miami Vice was this their fashion sense. Yeah, and that all went to shit. They're in the police force, but they're still devoting time to looking cool. These guys don't even give a a hoot at all about the way they look. Caruso being the only one wearing sunglasses is a little weird too. Like it's like, it's my thing. So don't wear sunglasses guys. That's all, like, why wouldn't anybody else wear sunglasses Delco or, like wasn't wearing them or something in the beginning? I don't remember. I just, that surprises me. I didn't even register um, that. And maybe you, maybe you're right. Maybe because he takes it off. It's like, it seems like he's the only one where he, he there's a lot of attention to his sunglasses. Yes, so maybe I yes. thought he was the only one wearing it. But in my mind, that's the way it came out. I mean, it might as well be. And yes, you're right. You're it's, right. <laughs> it's like how Harry Potter seems like the only guy wearing sunglasses in his class. Sunglasses. The, sorry, glasses in his class. Like that's because it's his thing. It's like oh, Harry Potter. He's a glasses wearing kid, so no one else can wear glasses. Sure, sure. Get the fuck out of here. When I was in high school, everybody was wearing glasses, <laughs> including me. So anyway, I just think it's a little weird that. There's not more sunglasses wearing if they're in a sunny area outside and and all that or or people wearing why aren't people wearing ball caps or something I don't know anyway um but yeah the sunglasses look like shit um <laughs> the fashion is crap it should be flashy like Law and Order shouldn't be flashy and yes. we respect that this is doing what Law and Order is doing basically but it loses points because it should be flashy because of where they are 100 percent. um so one is it point two i don't know point two what was it's your worse score, than the music Dan? and the setting uh one just one why also <laughs> for like a lab centric show how about some lab coats how about they might have been wearing a lab coat. I, don't, I, don't I think, think Candy Alexander Warner? does. She does because she's the uh, uh, she's the she the mortician or the mm. corner right the corner yeah that's what I meant to say the uh, the IM, the IMDb <laughs> rating for this episode is a seven point seven point two director. out of ten the what seven point for for fashion no for this this the whole episode. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, the fashion rating on IMDb, on IMDb. is 7.2 out of 10. <laughs> what was the crime? Let's let's cuz I'm still confused. The, well, the he, crime was the crime was he did have he did in the moment choose to hit her hand push her he, out of yeah the plan was yeah. why did the like door open to begin with why did the door open to they begin were with? they were fighting and they like she accidentally she hit the handle, the, the handle and then she was open. holding on to the handle and then he decided to use a fire extinguisher to knock her out of he the he took plane. the opportunity yes it wasn't like the it wasn't like a conspiracy like all right we're gonna get her up in a, in a plane and the whole plane and, pl and the whole plane crashed like like yeah okay yeah yeah because of her shoe and everybody died yeah. except for them two, right? Well, no, just the well, one. Well, no. Well, no, every, and he's, he's dead, too. He's the only too. one who survived, right? Yeah. Well, I mean... And, and, oh, yeah, everybody died. In, initially, he survived. Is before he kills yeah. himself. And then someone else survived, but then died. Yes. So it's three survivors of the crash itself, initially. Two. No, two. She isn't alive? No, she was found dead. 
No, she's she's no, way she's, dead. She's she's way, way dead. She's way dead. She's the most dead. Okay. That's right. Okay, got it. Okay. So I know before I said I wasn't going <laughs> to, if there was a murder, I wasn't going to give it anything lower than a four because all <laughs> lives are equal. I'm, I'm giving, I'm putting an asterisk on this just because I don't want to give it a four. Just because I don't want to give this episode a four <laughs> in any, in any real way. So, wow. Uh, this is a, this is a, uh, this is a spiritual four because of murder is wrong and bad. <laughs> But, but I don't want to give it to that, so I'm I'm gonna give it um a three because not only did he just choose to kill her, he killed everybody on that plane. So and and souls, they said souls, which I do think is a a flight thing because I know they say that in Sully, they always refer to Sully saving all the souls on the board. So maybe that's a thing when you're in the air. I don't know. They yeah. say that in Titanic. They say that about. in Titanic too, like, like three hundred souls on board, sir, or something. It's Titanic. There you go. Right. What was your score, Brandon? Three spiritual four. Three souls. Three. Brandon's giving it three souls. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I gave Law and Order a three <laughs> for, <laughs> for the level of crime. <laughs> but here's the thing. Pretty intense level of crime here. I mean, this dude is just so huh. desperate and like warped by what's going on. He's willing to take down an entire plane and just hope he survives. That's fucking crazy. Well, is it? It's a little bit more complicated than that, Dan. It is? Well, he didn't intend for the plane to go down. I mean, the door was open. What did he think was going to happen? I don't. I think. Uh, no, he thought he he, he was thought he was just gonna push her out. Yeah, and everybody would see and be like, "Oh, whatever." Yeah, he, I don't see this guy or and be like, "Wow, what a cold-blooded he... killer!" Like the guy in Law and Order was a cold-blooded killer. This guy was just okay. a desperate. Yeah, this guy he, was just like a desperate. It was more of an fool. act of desperation. Yeah, and like in the heat of the moment, decided to k- kill her, but. Yeah, I think like, I was falling asleep last night. It was his intention night. going in. To- <laughs> I think I was falling asleep last night and they wasn't even grasping what the crime was. Yeah, um, It is a nuanced, like, event. Okay. Yes. So- All right, so then with that, I'll go even lower then. All right, this is a one. <laughs> yeah, I okay. thought you were about to give this a higher score than Law & Order. I was going to be like, I'm surprised by that. <laughs> no, I, no, yeah, I was, no, dev- never, but I was going to, Go two, but you, you, the way you worded it, that's eh, because it was an accident. It's one. <laughs> okay, this one is interesting. Like, we got to spend way more time with the criminal last time. So, we got to see how he operated, how much that's of a true. narcissist he was in action many times, and a cold blooded killer, and all this. And the criminal intent was there for sure. This guy is a little bit different. He's a white collar criminal as well. Like before the airplane crash, um, it wouldn't be murder. Is it murder in the, the first degree? How's it go? It's first degree, uh, intent or, um, premeditated. I think so. Or is that second degree? It's a, it gets his first degree because it's, it's like not, it's a key of the moment crime of passion. So he would get a lower sentence with that if he did not hang himself. Um, the, I think the crime is a little bit more interesting. I don't think they like do a good job 
making it interesting for us but like the 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 crash itself is very it's a it's an interesting mystery yeah so i like that i might give it a few more points for the interesting factor of the criminal intent um talking level of crime level of threat but level of crime level of threat it's fairly low i'll give it a two because i think it's interesting but I don't think it's that severe. You know what? No, I'm, let me give, me, let me give it a two. Let me give it a two. Because there's a lot of accident involved. Brand, I want to bump my score back up to two. Okay. Because I got you. one is like, I don't even, th- I don't remember if I ever gave out zeros. One has to be like stealing stuff from like a store. Teddy theft, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, this has got to be two, but it's not three. Yeah. He kills a woman <laughs> in the moment. But yeah. then ends up killing it. Well, I don't know. I feel like every. It's also an accident that the, that the plane goes down. So that's like. Yeah, that would be like though. Like she would be. He would probably get charged for murder for her, and probably like involuntary manslaughter for the rest, or like something. like that. I mean, that. I think she should get charged for killing everybody else because <laughs> it was her shoe that <laughs> that destroyed the engine. So. Yeah. Her fault. <laughs> She's responsible for the other bodies. Wow. <laughs> um, cast of characters. So aside from the the music and the fashion, which we and the setting, just like the overall vibe of it, I I think that would bother less people than maybe the ones who don't like the show. Then just that I I've ne- I, the reason I didn't watch the show is because it's just the character, all the characters, not even just her, like I'm just saying the cast of characters around her show are just not great uh, for the show. I never really, yeah, nobody really stood out to me. So, um, you know, so Candy Alexander, who is the, um, not the mortician, the coroner, um, was Whitney Houston's choreographer and dancer. And Whoa. Ha- ha- has like a pretty like pretty like legitimate career. Like she's been in a lot of stuff. So like it's cool to see her because I kind of like at the time I didn't know who she was, but since then like I like definitely know who she is. Um, so that was that was kind of cool. And then same thing for Emily Proctor, who is Callie. I remember specifically having the reaction to this show. She's such a boring character. I don't think that actress is very good. I didn't know her from anything else until I watched West Wing. And she comes on in, like, I don't know, maybe season two or, like, three, and she's a Republican pundit, kind of like a a Christian pundit, but then she works for the the Bartlett White House. She, like, they ask her to be, like, their lawyer. She's her lawyer, and so it's, like, a big, like, emotional moment because everybody hates her at first because she's a Republican, blah, blah. And she's incredibly charming on that show and, like, is a very good, like, very good actor on that show. And she stopped doing West Wing to take this main role. So now that I know that, it makes me even more mad because she was, like, her character on West Wing was just picking up steam and was, like, kind of joining the main cast. And then she stopped showing up. And I every time I watch West Wing, I get so bummed when she left that I... I put two and two together. So now when I watch it, I'm like, oh, that it, it's even worse because of how ineffective kind of she was on this show. And then Adam Rodriguez as Delco. 
I don't know. I feel like he was just like kind of a guy I would see. Rory Cochran, that's kind of cool. He's from Days and Confused. Um and, you know, in, in Empire Records and a couple other things. But just kind of boring characters. So uh for Candy Alexander, Roy Cochran, and Candy and uh Emily Proctor alone they get a little bit extra points, but their characters aren't good. So I'm gonna say three. And I don't okay. find like I like the, I like Dave Caruso in some of the '80s movies, like and also like Proof of Life with Russell Crowe. I like him in that movie, um, but not here. He's like a worse James Woods. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Um, hmm. Cast of characters. So with. Uh, Lieutenant Megan Donner, Kim Delaney, all I kept thinking, and she even sounded like her, was that, oh, this is like a, a poor man's, or I guess poor woman's, uh, uh, Juliana Margulies. Yeah. yeah. She, she's had that vibe, that energy. She sounded like her, too. Um, I guess you can call her the pretty good wife. Brandon, what do you think about that one? The pretty good wife? <laughs> Um, fair wife. Kim yeah, Blaney was on like soap operas and stuff. The decent too. wife. Yeah, she just like had that vibe <laughs> to wife. me. Um, yeah. <laughs> the decent wife. That's a good call. I like that. So, wanted to say that. Yeah, but um, oh, and actually, I did like the Katie Alexander character. Actually, if I had to point out one character, I did like. I thought that she was kind of like weird. You know, as the as the yeah. coroner and like she's, she's like talking to the bodies, right? I thought, yeah, yeah, right. That was an interesting choice. I'll give them that. The cast of characters, but yeah, everybody else, yeah, whatever. God, like, like, whatever. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm also just seeing here. Kim Delaney, I didn't even realize this was on NYPD Blue. So I guess that's kind of a significant oh, nice. callback to Caruso. Um, oh, was he an no, NYPD Blue guy? Caruso, no. Yeah, you said Caruso. He was an NYPD Blue guy. He was in the original season. Yeah, he's like in the first two seasons with Dennis Franz. That's like what. Oh. Made, that's like his thing. I only associate NYPD Blue with Friends, and then uh, the other guy that we like. Um, come on, you know the guy, the guy, Jimmy Smits. Yeah, that's Jimmy Smits. Yeah, sorry, two. he yeah. comes on on oh, season okay. two. Okay, that's right. Um, but yeah, Caruso. Um, yeah, I don't want to watch anything he's on. Like, <laughs> not a fan. Um, didn't he's know good his name in was... eighty stuff. He, he he's we're well, not good, but like he's a funnier, more enjoyable figure that, than this. That checks out. That would make sense. Feels like he'd be good at that. Didn't know his name was Horatio. Didn't know that was the character's name until I started yeah. watching this. Uh, that's kind of funny. Um, two, two. And it's not lower because of Candy Alexander. You don't you don't get the villainy in this either, which was a bummer. Well, like, you don't get yeah, before too. Villain. It's bad with the guest you, stars. Kind you of you don't get the villain engagement. Maybe that's a just this pilot. I assume it you was do this a pilot. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Like that was such a great part of Law and Order is like the villain story. Like you, you don't. That bummed me out, but there was no villain engagement. But remember, at all. The, there is a the big difference here, though, is like they you can't really know what happened. Um, more so on this one because 
That's right. It's about the it's about the forensics. So like you can't really you don't yeah. get that relationship. You know it's not the right same away deal. what happened in Law and Order. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Still, yeah, I gotta give it a two. Okay. Yeah. I think every there was there were like little hints of character like character traits with everybody, but they weren't very strong. Like Emily Emily Proctor's character, she had like a southern accent. That was her thing. Um Adam Rodriguez, kind of like a dumb meathead guy. Mm-hmm. Rory Cochran, a little a little sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Candy Alexander also, she, yeah, she was a little bit of like a offbeat persona. Brandon said that she has a, a um, background. The actress has a background in dance. Would have loved to see that, you know, take place on this episode. Her dancing with the dead bodies instead of just talking to them. That could have been interesting. But I thought she was definitely the standout. Megan was regular. Caruso, love the name. And on uh, Wikipedia, they make sure you know that his nickname is H. Horatio H. Kane. Because they call him H all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of enjoyed him. You know, it was he was dumb. But he was the but but the thing is that he was he was the only thing going for it other than Kenny Alexander, who's not really a big part of the show. So I kind of enjoyed him as a dumb character. Maybe if the lighting was better, maybe if he was if he, if he was in the streets of New York, I could enjoy him more. But um, yeah, this was a bad vibe. Uh, and you know, I I'm not really familiar with these other people's work, but I don't think we should bring that into this because they're you know playing different characters here. So um, I would only say one point. I don't know. 1.2. Why not? It's still pretty weak, but it's, it's a little better than how it looks, but still, yeah, the characters are not really bringing much to the table here. What's your, what's your score? 1.2. I, I forgot to read. I skipped over when I was reading about Candy Alexander, because I, I wanted to specifically highlight the dancing part, the, the being Whitney's choreographer. But I forgot to, I wanted to, I had to highlight one of the, one of the most incredible years of an actor. I can't believe, like, I, I remember two of them. I didn't realize, though, these all came out in the same year. Her 1993, okay, she's in this uh, Joshua Tree with uh, Dolph Lundgren. But aside from that, she's in CB4, the... <laughs> Yeah. The mockumentary, right? Yeah. She's in Chris CB4. Rock. She's mm-hmm. in Menace to Society. What's Love Got to Do with It? Mm-hmm. She's like one of the main. And then Poetic Justice, which I, with Janet. Wow. And like, what an incredible year that is right there. Wow. I just had to point that out. Yeah. Good run. Important. Yeah, good run. There. Yeah. So, okay, 1.2. Um, where did my sheet go? Uh, okay, so now we are at the. the um, the uh, bonus points. So support main character. No. You know, maybe he's doing things a little bit more by the books. I mean, he's definitely working off intuition and instinct, but not really doing anything unethical. But I wouldn't follow him into the unethical like I would D'Onofrio. 
his perform performance drew me in. And well, I I'm definitely between Dave and Dan on the feelings of Curry. So like, I don't mind him. I don't think like I just because I also know he hams it up more later on. Um, but uh, no, I'm not compelled to uh do some lying to suspects. Uh, so no. Yeah, he um just makes it about himself. Not into uh, those leadership qualities. Don't think he's a good leader. No, not not yeah, following his he, ass. Horatio, no. Horatio, no. Horatio, no. Oh, no. Yeah, he keeps saying that he's like going f- by his gut. Like his partner is like, "Where's the evidence?" And he's like, "I don't need it. I I, I have a feeling." And that's always so annoying, especially as some man telling a woman like, and then he ends up being right. Like, Oh, his gut was right. The woman just wanted to do it by the book, but this guy, he, he's all feel and he's the best. I did. I didn't think it was funny when they were role playing the scene on the plane. And like, he was physically there on the episode. Like they're like role playing it. That was kind of funny that they like, uh he could see the plane so um vividly in his mind that it could be portrayed on the show like that. So that was funny. That's not really a support of him. I just thought that was funny and I wanted to bring it up. Um but no, I don't support what he does. He seems like an asshole. Well, that, and that's the thing you made a good point there about like yeah, that's a, that's a good point because like if you think about something like House where he's an asshole to everybody, and still does the whole, like, I'm right, I have an intuition, but, like, the performance is so yeah. charismatic that you get it. Like, you don't really question, like, why would these people still want to work with him? Like, for this guy, you're like, why, like, like why is he, like, yeah, like you said, he's not a good leader. So, it's just, like, there's nothing that yeah, would kind of warrant skills. that. This is a good point. Hating House is part of the appeal of the show. Like, exactly. you're not supposed to hate Caruso, and I do. No. And I do. <laughs> right. Like, right. Right. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I support um, Brandon bringing up House a lot because I, I was really into it too. It was a good show. <laughs> I love I love House so much. It was great. It um, was great. It's yeah. <laughs> if I'm in a bad mood and I don't want to think about anything and watch something that's not Zodiac, it's, it's probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if I need a break because I've watched Zodiac too many times in a row, uh, then. House, uh, who, uh, will you land this plane? No, and like you said, another plane involved in the show. So, no, I will not continue watching this show. I think that means you will land the plane, sure, fine, but the answer is still no, like, I will not keep watching the show, <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> whatever the yeah, metaphor may be, no bonus point for me either landing this plane. And crashing it and murdering somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> murdering Caruso and pushing him out of the plane. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's let's leave the plane. And the Who. I'm pushing the, I'm pushing, the, cr- I'm pushing the, the entire site. band of the Who out of the plane, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, we I don't think it's even worth like finding the black box. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Who cares? Yeah, I, I was wrong cares? about I, it, it. Just me. It just all clicked in my head. It wasn't Bob O'Reilly that was the original show. Of course, it was Who Are You? That was the whole reason they got the Who because it's like CSI. Who are you? Crime Scene Investigator. That's why they did it. I for and and then they just kept sense, going yeah. with the Who after that. So for should it, important to note because that is why they did that. Um. Who is the titular CSI Miami? Well, uh, unfortunately, I mean, this one's pretty obvious. The crime scene investigators are the CSI. Like, Yeah, and, and Miami is the Everglades. Is, so, is, it, it, Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> Miami is the Everglades. Sucks. They do say in one of the announcements, like, Miami-Dade County. So maybe that's their way of being like, oh, see? Like, yeah. it's not just the city. It's the, the whole county. The suburbs. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good idea. <laughs> Great idea. Okay. So what's the result? Yeah, we're, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, what are, I, I, I think uh Did you tally yeah, it? I think that Yeah, there's no individual thing with this one. It's just all of it combined versus all of it combined. Show versus show. Yeah, I mean it's a clear I mean it's a clear I don't we don't even really need to calculate to know <laughs> that that law and order one. Yeah, but, we're just going by gut, like Caruso. <laughs> we're going by gut. Uh, I would like to know the number. Decipher. Well, like I'm gonna tell. I I am gonna tell you the number, but Who I just wanted to here? say specifically that, like, yeah, it was a blowout. It wasn't even a competition. Yeah. Uh, but it's 113.6 to 23.4. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is insane. Wow. I wonder if that's our biggest blowout. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Has da- to be. Dave. Dave's highest score was a two. He gave 0. 0.5, like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5, yeah. 0. 0.2, 1.2. I only saved it with my generous threes on crime and cast. We definitely liked Seinfeld more than Friends, but there's no way we ranked Friends that low. Not, I don't not, think it no was shot. that low. Yeah. And there's no way we ranked Three's Company that low either. I doubt it. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I, did, I included uh, an incorrect column. No, so, so. This, oh, like okay. the highest yeah. score was 86. So like, why could it be? How could it be 113? Oh yeah, how could it be in the hundreds? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, it's so, 81. 81 is a is a, is a total. So it's probably 60. 56.8 versus well, and the points for 23.4 was still stay? correct. Yeah, that was still correct. Ah, uh, so <laughs> nowhere near the blowout, but still a, a big deficit. Yeah. A double. I mean, it's actually, it's literally double. No, it's not literally okay. double. Oh, wow. Hmm. No, I'm just Almost. doing bad math right now. All right. Um, really quick with Law and Order, something I just saw in like the trivia part on IMDb. Um, Brandon, you were talking about how D'Onofrio does like his side thing in the interrogation yeah. room, being the trademark. So he did that originally in this pilot because. Jake Nathan, played by Lenny Venito, wouldn't make eye contact during their scenes. And so that's, that's the first why time he was he doing it. that. Yeah, that's that's the the fr- and then it just becomes his, his thing. Yeah. It is so. such a funny thing that they made it the thing and like that they knew because they put it in the, the credits. Like, like it's really funny. Yeah. And then the quote from that episode, I said the quote from CSI, the quote from Law and Order Criminal Intent from him, Detective. Bobby Gorin, bad guys do what good guys dream. I remember that line. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. And then Pretty Dan, good. I think you, I think, I think you actually texted me about this this quote of where Vincent D'Onofrio goes, Vanessa, Vanessa, 
I was saying that to Leslie last night. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Dave. That's a Daredevil uh, joke. <laughs> that's Daredevil. Another okay. phenomenal D'Onofrio character. Really good. Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa. You put sugar in water. Well, that, I mean, that's the most iconic. That, that's, that's the most combined. iconic. That's combined. That's yeah. Kingpin with Men in Black guy. Yeah. But that that's just one of the best comedic performances of all time. The... <laughs> Edgar. So when she says, like, Edgar, like, Edgar, what are you doing? <laughs> she calls him Ed, like, Edgar. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. Any other final thoughts on this? It's the, I also want to say it's funny. You know, I know it's funny to say we. This is C, uh, CBS versus NBC. We also didn't really say that. Um, yeah. And this, it's just so funny because you know we we say I'm the CBS guy, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, like I don't. I don't like mm. the CBS shows. The only one that I, <laughs> I, ca- I, I kind <laughs> of like is The Mentalist, but all the other ones are either Fox or NBC. And this yeah, is proof, well, this is part that Brandon can't even. Uh, well, he can't take the bit. Like he's like, I don't watch CBS. Okay, guys. It's, yeah, but both you guys. But I mean, are don't you CBS watch uh, Survivor, you're Survivor too? It's like there's other stuff. Guys, yeah, and amazing. Oh, well, there's that, other stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's different though. Still CBS that's beyond yeah. network. I haven't watched it, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, the only thing I wanted to say is, um. Well, you watched the original CSI, didn't you say that? At the time, not like, not like it wasn't like like I watched like Lost or anything like that. It was like if it like my mom had it on, and like I watched it. Mathematically, you're the you're you're than, the biggest CBS guy. I, I okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll stop calling you the CBS guy, but mathematically no, I'm f- compared, I'm to two, I, compared to us two, compared to us two, you're more of a CBS it, guy. Oh, I'm fine with that. That's fair. I just want to give a little peek behind the curtain and say. I don't want anybody taking. It's not true. I don't want anybody to like red pill this joke and bit that CBS is good. It's, I'm not. It's not. Don't. You're a big Big Bang Theory guy. You're a big Young Young Rock <laughs> guy. Young Sheldon. Actually, I don't think Young Rock was CBS. It got canceled anyway. Young Sheldon. I don't know. Young Sheldon was CBS. Uh, two and a half chicks. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's the, what's the waitress show? <laughs> right now, I want to call it two and a half chicks. Come on, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, two. Who cares? It's, it's just call two, it that. Two who chicks, cares? one yeah. network. Uh, I can't think. Of, I can't. Th- the B in apartment is that that or is that ABC? So, two broke but, um, girls. Two broke girls. Two, bro- <laughs> two broke girls. Right. Two and a half broke. I didn't think it was interesting in Law and Order. Uh, someone who gets taken in for questioning because he like took a credit card from the villain. He says that he looks red like an apple because he had the red wig on. Right. But he didn't look that red. No. And while over at um, CSI Miami, it was looking very red over there with Caruso. So I thought that was interesting. Red played into both the villains of each of each episode because <laughs> Caruso is the villain. Okay. Anyway, see, I think that's it though. Right. CSI yeah. mad, mad max color. CSI mad max. <laughs> CSI fury. Right. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. 
I, I right. guess to end it here, we can we can let's end it on a quick little trivia. Okay. How okay. many spinoffs were there total of CSI, and what were they? And then we'll do the Should same just, question for Lone. Dave, let's let's just go back and forth naming them. Can we do that? Yeah, I I only know one other. Miami. Miami. There's Miami. There's we said Las Vegas before. Spinoffs. Is there Nashville? Yes. Yeah, so now, now technically, so technically there are like like there is CSI, and then the new one CSI Vegas. Mm-hmm. It is a new like quote unquote show because it's a reboot, but it is the same like. It's the same cast, like they can't. They're coming back. So just to clarify, it was two oh. different. It, it is a separate thing, though. But you got two more. There's you got the original Miami, other oh, Vegas. There's Baltimore? two more. Portland, Baltimore, uh, CSI, New York. Is there a New York? New York, Des Moines. That's the one with CSI. Gary Gary Sinise. Right, CSI New York. Oh, there is yeah. a New York. Yeah, CSI, Nolens. No, I think that's the other one, NCIS. No, you're not going to get this one. It's CSI Cyber. Boston. <laughs> cyber. Cyber. Oh, right. Cyber. Um, and then uh, I think we, had, we talked about this Texas before. On Law & Order, there's, there's four. SVU. SVU. Criminal Intent. And Hate Crime hasn't come out yet, right? Oh, wait, no. There's more than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. There's there's Law and Order. There's SVU. There was organized crime. There was criminal organized intent. Organized crime. There was criminal intent. There's trial by jury, with BB Newer. There's LA. There's true uh, crime. And then there's the uh, unproduced wow. hate crimes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's Bluff City Law. Um, yeah, so that's been uh, the fourth edition of uh, Pilot Pilots um, going into the 2000s. Maybe we'll bring it back. We'll have to see how this one turns out, ultimately. But it was fun to do. Um, well, I guess it was fun to do the episode. It wasn't as fun to watch these episodes. Not on the level of Dallas and Dynasty. And Law and Order was totally fine and, and enjoyable. So I guess yeah. it was... I like, yeah, I liked, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed Law and Order. I, I didn't enjoy my... Yeah, I didn't yeah. clearly say that. I really, I actually really did enjoy watching Law and Order. Um, it's so watchable. Yeah. It's just like the yeah. most watchable thing you could imagine. Very watchable. The most watchable um, thing you could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's accurate. The most... Wa- <laughs> Law and Order is the most watchable thing you can imagine. <laughs> Voted the most watchable thing you can imagine. <laughs> All right, let's for twenty years in a row. <laughs> yeah, let's end this, please. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, presenter Brandon B T T B T T saying G two G. Goodbye. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, uh, presenter co-pilot, one of the wingmen, pilot pilots, crashing this plane. Kicking Dave off of it. Whoa! Uh, but Danny here. I'm the air marshal. And if we do, and if we do it again, I think we'll go back to like comedy or sitcom, maybe reality it's TV. Probably easier. We talked about reality TV. I think we should probably try that because it'll it'll be yeah more enjoyable to watch. <laughs> Undoubtedly, that was my idea. I, I said surreal life versus simple. Yeah, life. we should probably do that. Or we also said we also <laughs> said yes, dear versus according to Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, like maybe two like very mi- like middling <laughs> sitcoms in the 2000s 
I always um, got King of Queens and Yes Dear in my head mixed up because I didn't watch either right. of them. So, yeah. Oh, King but, of Queens would be good too. Yeah. I think it premiered in the nineties. Although that might be late nineties. Yeah. Right? I was uh, thinking about Will and Grace also premiered late nineties. Willem de Grace. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm uh, Dave Cologne, the third presenter, the third co-pilot, and the air, the only air marshal of this plane. Um, and uh, I'm ready to turn my gun on. <laughs> These are, no. Uh, let's land this plane very safely and soundly, and uh, thank everyone for participating in this great event. <laughs> Till next time. Carus, no. Dinafri, oh yeah. (laughs) Carus, so no. Dinafri, 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 instead of Dinafri, Dinafri, yeah. Frio, Dinafri. All right, bye. Bye.